Welcome to episode 102 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those in no particular order are, well, a particular order. We'll start off with Transformers, then Masters of the Universe, G.I. Joe, and Star Wars. If you want to kick it with us, you can find our blog at OpenYourToys.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OpenYourToysCast. Hit us up on Twitter at, at OpenYourToys. You can subscribe to our RS s feed via the blog you can also subscribe to us through itunes or follow us on stitcher smart radio if you want to email us you can hit us up at team at openyourtoys.com and lastly the way we want to hear from you the way we don't hear from you that's our voicemail it's 720-235-TOYS that's 720-235-8697 Mr. Dave Draper, how are you, sir? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a we we got a foot of snow here in Denver over the weekend, so we've just been kind of held up in the house. <laughs> it's what? It's 80 degrees here. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a dip. Some places in the mountains got four feet of snow here. It was freaking crazy, but it's all kind of heavy and wet, so it all kind of condensed and like our roads are dry, even though we got a foot of snow. It's pretty crazy. Um, but Mr. Dave, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Um. You know, the irony is, uh, by the time this goes up, it'll be a little late, but we're actually, uh, in a week from now, about well, six days, uh, Toy World Order has kind of taken over the top floor of Geno's East for, uh, Kane County in St. Charles, Illinois, uh, and we're going to have a big get together for the fan group. Um, so you can, you know, and that's, uh, in, in live and in person. And that's, uh, next weekend, right? Yes, that's next weekend, next Saturday. And, and it's St. Louis? No, it's, uh, St. Charles, Illinois. Um, it's weird oh, because the, the, the two toy places, the two toy shows are both in St. Charles, but one's in St. Charles, Missouri, and one's in St. Charles, Illinois. So. Interesting. <laughs> and Gino's is a pizza place. It is. It's a, it's a, a very kind of storied pizza place. And, um, apparently Duvall and, and, uh, Flood have taken over the top floor of the place. So. Oh, that's cool. Cause down, down here in Baltimore, we have Gino's, but it's a, uh, it's like a, a hamburger place, and it um, was named after one of the Baltimore Colts uh, back in the 60s, Gino Marchetti. He started his own chain of restaurants, and they were real famous for a while, and they died out, and then somebody bought the rights back, and then Gino's just recently in the, like, the last couple of years came back, um, kind of reinvented itself, but with the same like recipes and stuff. So When you, uh, when you uh, said Gino's, I was thinking, I was like, damn, they're all the way in, in Illinois. <laughs> it's called Gino's East, so it's, right. I mean, yeah. It's cool. 
it reminds me of the the line from Elf where, you know, they all say they're famous Ray's pizza, but there's only really one famous Ray's and it's on the Upper East Side <laughs> when he's telling them when he's going to New York and shit. <laughs> Um, so I'll, I'll try to get this out just in case we do have listeners that would like to go. It'll be a little bit of late notice for you guys, but I'll try to get it out in time. Not like our hundredth episode that took us (laughs) going on, I think seven weeks to put that out. (laughs) We recorded that like two weeks ago. Believe me. No, I know. But then it, it took us five weeks to actually finally get a date to record. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because we were working around Mrs. McFavorite, too. That was in spoiler. Well, I guess people have already heard it if they hear this one. That was in 10 minutes of the freaking podcast. (laughs) (laughs) She feels bad, everybody that was excited to have her back. She feels bad that she got drunk and passed out. So I told her there's there's always episode 200. She's got to get herself back together again for two months, you know. Yeah, you know, in another eight years, she'll be on another one. <laughs> That's how long it took us to get to 100 was eight years. Um, all right, Roger, how can people get a hold of you? Where's some birds we heard chirping earlier? <laughs> <laughs> crickets, crickets, chirps, chirps. Uh, Roger had to work tonight, so unfortunately he won't be joining us. Um, but let me see here. I can say you can find him at facebook.com slash toy.goon.5 um, or on Twitter at Duke114561456. Or <laughs> toygoon116 at gmail.com. God, that guy's got to figure out some branding. Imagine Swage. imagine how fun his password must be to remember. <laughs> exactly, if his username's that hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Swayze, you've got some good branding. How can people get a hold of you? Uh, Facebook.com slash robot or at Instagram at robot or Twitter real underline robot or you can always check out what we got going on at plasticfreak.com sweet Vern um, you can get a hold of me on Facebook um, facebook.com slash Vern Phillips or any social media anything and all at Vans 28 Skate um, that's V-A-N-S 28 S-K-8 Sweet. And if you want to hit me up, I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash open your toys or Twitter at slick McFavorite. And then you can always hit me up via email at slick at open your toys.com. All right. Dave, what are you drinking, sir? Right, here we go. <laughs> nice. Nice. I, I was going to even, I was even going to say it, but I would have got it wrong because I thought it was Diet Cherry Pepsi, not oh, Cherry no. Coke. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Coke guy too. Pepsi's way too sweet. Me too. For yeah, me. exactly. Um, and let's see. Uh, well, Roger's not drinking anything. Well, he probably is, but not <laughs> on the show. Uh, Swage, what are you drinking, sir? I have some Nestle grape flavored water. Ooh, because I'm, that... I got the, uh, the second exclusive BotCon attendee, uh, f- figure, which is, uh, the flu or. <laughs> <laughs> With that. So it's I'm, I'm a week deep and I'm actually 
still recovering. Um, uh, but in, in fairness, though, like it's actually been floating around our area in Ohio for probably a good month. Uh, so I got it on my way home from the show Sunday night. It didn't. It didn't mess with the BotCon experience, but I definitely got a heavy dose of the con crud on the way back. So I'm shutting it down a little bit until I recoup. Like I've taken three naps today, <laughs> and I'm still dead, dead tired. But got to power through. Yeah, because you were sick for TFCon, right? The last TFCon you went. Yeah, to? Yeah, I got sick at TFCon the on that Saturday early, so I was definitely. Not, not excited about that. So, <laughs> just happy it happened on the way home, and you know. All right. Well, Vern, are you drinking something adult related at least? No, I'm. I'm. I'm on the same train. I'm drinking a nice cold glass of water. I went out last night and um, celebrated a little too much, and alcohol is just not on my menu today. <laughs> hey, so what did you end up picking up out of the vending machine? I saw you were you were asking. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were at my friend. She bartends at, at, at a bar, and she like she makes like drinks that are just like ridiculous. She like like once I kept telling her, like you're trying to kill me, aren't you? So halfway through the night, I finally wound up going to the bathroom, breaking the seal, and I wonder if they have one of these old time like condom like machines. I hadn't seen one probably in like twenty years. <laughs> and um, there wasn't nothing in them, man. I put quarters in there, nothing came out. So I guess they're just for display. So you didn't uh, get some... your hands on a freedom tickler? Nope, didn't have anything. Oh. Every slot, man, every one. You know me. I tried every slot, nothing came out. <laughs> <laughs> Vern always tries every slot. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what? Speaking of the, uh, of the flu and stuff, it's going around down here too because I had it about two weeks ago. Um, I had bronchitis and everything. I had to go to doctors, get antibiotics, the whole nine yards. But it's something like a string going around really bad. Like I felt like I had the flu and bronchitis at the same time. So <clears throat> I feel you, Swage. I, I, I know how you feel, man, taking three naps in a day. Yeah. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll save us. I'm, I am drinking uh, Shiner Ruby Redbird. Uh, <laughs> let's see. This is uh, Did you something the birthday party you were at. Uh, for best results serve ice cold this refreshing brew is made with Texas ruby red grapefruit juice the signature citrus of the Rio Grande Valley tartness from the grapefruit juice and a delightful kick from ginger flavor combined for a taste that's perfect any time of year it's deep gold color and full body come from pure Munich malt and Mount Hood Citra and Cascade hops balance the flavor well pros it nice yeah that's that's why I don't like it because it has freaking ginger in it uh-huh. I actually I actually dig grapefruit but the ginger kind of sucks, unfortunately. Hmm. Who'd have known the signature citrus of the Rio Grande Valley? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I even lived in the Rio Grande Valley, but I guess not in Texas and New Mexico. So for us, it's the signature chili of the Rio Grande Valley, I guess. Hmm. All right. Well, first up, the big news um, was... BotCon, the last BotCon, as we know it at least, or at least run by FunPub, uh, happened. And where was it? It was Louisville, Kentucky. Is that right? Yes, sir. 
And uh, good times had by all. Lots of news. Um, first up, we'll we'll start with the souvenir figures, which I don't assume you were able to obtain a reflector for me. No, you never asked me, so that never happened. Oh, I, oh yes, I did. I said, "Can you go get me stuff?" You're like, "No." Oh uh, yeah, I don't, that, wait. That. I don't wake up in the morning. Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Did they? Did the stuff sell out? The exclusives? I think the Megatron. I heard did. Yeah, the Megatron but... sold out on the first day they lifted the limits, which I want to say was Saturday. Uh-huh. Um, but after that, like, I didn't even bother going to the club store. I was either on the dealer floor on Sunday. I basically. Went to my table and then every 10 minutes started packing stuff up. <laughs> um, so I just, you know, son, you know, cause I, I started feeling like something was kind of weird and I was like, yeah, yeah, I better just get ready. And I mean, it was real slow. I mean, real slow for me Sunday. So I was like, yeah, I'm packing this shit up and getting the hell out of here. Um, I don't know if anything else sold out though, as far as the singles, um, I, the reflector would be the only other one I would think because it was crazy that they did one figure. Like usually it's a two pack and a three pack and that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that they just did one figure for $50 for the combiner war shit. Yeah, but that's actually been something people have been requesting for a while. Is, oh, really? You know, to in, break instead the packs up? Yeah, because, you know, a lot of, except for the troop builds. You know, a lot of people, like last year, there was like, what was it, um, like a hound and something else together, and everybody wanted one and not the other one, and it, it, it's like every year it ends up somewhat like that. You know, yeah. remembering some of the old ones, there was, uh, what was it, like Kickoff and whoever the hell else he was with, and one ended up being worth 150 the other one was worth nothing. <laughs> you know, and people were like, <laughs> so... You know, they, they singled them out, which I liked. Uh, but I, I think Megatron might have been the only one that sold out. So keep your eye on the club store. And, yeah. And then um, plus that way they'll be available for retail plus shipping anyway. So exactly. Yeah. Their shipping's just ridiculous though. It's the one thing that pisses me off about them. Worse than Maddie's? Uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, well, and I guess the big thing is, is because they're fucking coming from one state over. They're coming from Texas. Like, why should it be $15 for, you know, a deluxe figure? (laughs) But, um, so the Megatron that we were talking about, that's the, uh, uh, 2001 RID Megatron, his, his dragon mode. And that Megatron, is that the one that came with the rubber duck? Yeah, the rubber duck though was part of a package or something. Oh, was it? <clears throat> yeah, you either had to be, I want to say, golden ticket or like a Primus holder to get that. Oh, <clears throat> was the rubber duck the free attendee? No, it, I... it was free if you got like a certain package, I think. And then there yeah, were there were yeah. other people like with their own versions, but I think the larger one there was actually one that came with a set. Like it might have been. Uh, like I know the pin, like the first day pin had like a little rubber ducky in the logo. Um, and I'm pretty sure somebody said that you actually got a rubber ducky if you were, you know, it had to be something like golden ticket or primus or something. 
Yeah, it, it, it's only if you get the box set. Because um, the Golden Ticket had their own figure, and that was the Flash Century, which was the clear plastic shockwave. And that thing is going for like three hundred dollars. Yeah, for a yeah. there's only for a Legends figure. Well, it, yeah, <clears throat> I think it's the whole set of three though. Of the reflector, oh, really? yeah, I think it's the whole set of the three. Um, instead of the normal reflector, you get it in the clear plastic. And oh, if you think three hundred's bad, you should see what that fucking Megatron is selling for. Is it crazy too? Uh, yeah, we're talking five six hundred dollars plus. God. So crazy. Yeah, although I will say that when I saw that one, you know, not being in the Beast Hunters or none of that shit, I was actually really, really impressed with that. I mean, that is a solid-looking, badass dragon Megatron. <laughs> yeah, it's an awesome mold. I mean, the figure itself is good, and it's from the hay from the heyday when it when they had a lot of plastic, and you know, it's got some good heft to it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Air Razor from, uh, not Slipstream, well, it's Slipstream's mold, but it's more, uh, specifically more people know Windblade. Mm-hmm. It just has the Slipstream head on it. Uh, and then Tigertron, uh, from the Botcon Ravage. So the, forget what car that is, the Lamborghini. So just painted white with the tiger head on it. And then uh unit three from the dead end slash streetwise mold. Um don't even know who that is. I think that's <laughs> a comic guy. The other white guy? Uh yeah. <clears throat> no, not the other white guy. Uh the uh um, like yellow camera? Yellow guy, yeah. Yeah, the other white guy, I think, yeah, that's the uh, Ratchet mold. That was the customizer class figure. So that's why you see them plain white, and then you see them added with some paint and stickers. Yeah, there's also five different decos that you could have chosen from during that class for that. Yeah. So they had different sticker sheets and paint decos and such. And then uh, the one that, that I was interested in that Mike was telling me, he's like, yeah, it's Reflector. It's three shockwaves. I'm like, what the fuck? That makes absolutely no sense when you were telling me that that morning. <laughs> and, and then I saw the pictures. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. I like yeah, it. That looks, yeah, I like that too. So is there – do you know, Mike, is there – is there something holding them together, or do their ports literally work that way, where you can plug them in like Dude, that? Dude, I really didn't get to mess with it, but I think it's – it, it kind of looks to me like there's some creativity involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not like, oh, this is the only reflector you'll ever need. So what, those yeah. three guys combined uh, to make the picture at the bottom? Yeah. Oh, that's so it, it's the shockwave mold. So you can see the shockwave gun yeah. there as the quote lens, and then they just folded them up into squares. Yeah, I think there's probably a way um, on some of the open panels where they can actually quote unquote peg into each other or of some sort of way. Um, but I, I mean, it's not like you're getting, um, you know, like a full combiner style treatment. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. Um, so Hasbro panel. So this is where we learned some of our cool stuff. Um, I mean, there's, there's ridiculous stuff. Most of the stuff we've seen, they revealed the, the Comic-Con exclusive is going to be Titan Force, which in my opinion kind of looks dumb. Um, which at least it's something that I don't want, which is good. Titan so Force? Which one is that? <laughs> it's the Windblade. Here, let me get to the slides here. Yeah, there's way too many pictures in this article to follow specific. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me. Well, and the first stuff is all the robots in disguise bullshit. It's. I was thinking to myself, it's weird this year or the the last two years because I have a I have some of the RID stuff, but I could really give a shit about the figures coming out in that line, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> okay, is this it? And you know what's funny is you know what my most requested thing was at the table. Do you have a thunderhoof? Do you have a thunderhoof? Serious? Probably forty times over the weekend. I'm looking for a thunderhoof. You know how hard it was not to be like, do I look like I have a fucking moose at this table? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but well, hey, that's I. People want I guess it. Yeah, I guess if you don't do third party, if you don't do third party, then you're probably clamoring for any kind of new mold, anything. Yeah, well, here's the thing. You know, I'm going to skip right over the junkie shit in this. Uh Overlord, silhouette t-shirt. Yeah. Pants, that's the pants shooter right there. That's unbelievable. That makes up for pretty much every other waste of space. Because, you know, a lot of these other exclusives, you know, we're talking repaints of Generation Springer, uh, Cup, RC, uh, the Blur, the old Blur. Those are getting a box set. It also comes with Ultra Magnus, so which is, you know, kind of cool with the grouping. But, I mean, the repaints aren't really that spectacular or anything. Uh, what else we got? Another another Brainstorm. Where is the other one? U.S. Groove confirmed to be different than the Japanese Deluxe Groove that we've talked about a few times. Uh, Astro Train Triple Changer. So there we go. Um, I mean, they showed a whole a whole boatload uh, of items, but I mean, the Overlord for me was. Yeah, <laughs> people. Were, oh man, wait to see the Overlord. I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, because the hope is is that'll be that'll be like two liter size figures is what I would hope if you really wanted to give them a good scale. Yeah, but the, the uh, I don't know if that's gonna happen because we might get Voyagers, but mm. you know, like Skylinks is what barely a Voyager. Oh <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. But I mean, still, you're getting you're getting an Overlord that's not G1 priced, so you got you're getting something, you're getting something. <laughs> and I'm and I'm digging. I mean, if they're gonna do those platinum sets, I mean, I'm I'm digging that they're all movie shit, you know. So if if that, a lot of people say I do G1 and the movie, and that's it, you know. So if you're one of those people, I mean, that's perfect if you missed out on some of those classics molds. Oh, yeah, but these platinum ones are not, ugh, no. 
Like the, uh, the Galvatron and Rodimus, the Rodimus is going to be from the titanium figure. Well, and I, it's not the titanium. It's, isn't it the, uh, Kiss Players one? I thought it was the titanium line. And then you, I and then, I had and then the universe Galvatron mold, which is one of the worst universe figures they ever made. <laughs> yeah, that, that one is pretty bad. Um, and then the one, the, the official images I saw from the hero set is it looks like they're going to be metallic, which it, I always freaking hate. So. I mean, good for people that don't have those. Dave, I know you like movie stuff, don't you? Um, not, I mean, I have a few of them, sure. But it's not anything you try to focus on. Oh, or no, anything. no, not at all. Okay. So, yeah, I guess good for people. We got a confirmation. We're going to get that groove. Did they, I know the rumor was is, yeah, so May, May Mayhem, so the same way they did the the uh, slingshot and dead end. Someone's going to get an exclusive, and it's going to sell out really fast, and then everybody else is going to complain. <laughs> uh, it's different than the Japanese groove. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much about it. I mean, the Titan War stuff looks good. But man, that Fort Max in person looks dope as fuck. I, I was going to say, because you're a big robot guy, I'm sure you are digging on it. Man, and I'm looking around and I'm like, man, security here. I could take every <laughs> one of you. That thing is going home <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they're going to kick you out of next year's con or anything. Oh, right? low, blow, <laughs> low blow. Come on, man. <laughs> It's one of those things I might have gone if I would have known. Like, I'm super glad that I'm going to Joe Con just in case, you know, the grassroots campaign doesn't, you know, produce anything. I'm super glad that I'm at least going to one of their last cons. Because I, I don't care what people say. I love those cons. You know, I I thought there's there's things that they could do better, but... Based on other cons I've gone to, they do a great job. I yeah, mean, yeah. people people give them a lot of shit. Um, but so speaking of the good job they did, so what was this uh, TF Source thing? Oh, they that happened? they <laughs> they overplayed their hand and they got booted the fuck out <laughs> for the whole. Because I saw that wasn't it like Saturday morning it that was they had their a significant amount of time. I want to say Saturday. I want to say wow. Saturday. So and they're they're well, that, tables. Yeah. So pretty much everybody comes in the room. You know, dealers are setting up a little bit because I didn't get there early. You know, my shit was set up. I'm sleeping in. Um, because basically my protocol all weekend was if I wasn't on the dealer floor, I had a plastic bottle full of liquor (laughs) and and that's all I did the entire night. I mean, I ate, I was eating like once, maybe twice a day and just drinking and having fun and selling shit and you know, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I want to say it was Saturday. Yeah. It had to be Saturday morning and you know, there's already rumors going around about, you know, people getting warnings and this, that, and the other on Friday. 
Which I think most of those were true, but they, it was basically the same thing they always do. Somebody puts out some third party and somebody's like, hey, maybe don't be that guy and take it off the table. And they're like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, but they were still, you know, like upgrade kits, you know, a lot of perfect effects stuff was there. Nobody seemed to have an issue with that on Friday anyway. Uh, but Saturday, yeah, every their, their table, all their stuff was all covered up. Now, when I say that, though, it's not like this is the weird thing about TF Source is they get a whole bunch of tables. You know, they probably get a good two booths worth of space, maybe three. And they have this giant art banner that says TF Source. So it looks like they're going to have $4 million worth of shit, right? <laughs> and they basically just pile a bunch of stuff on, like, the middle of the tables. So if there's ten tables, like, seven or eight of them have product on them. Yeah. You know, and it's not really even spaced out. It's just kind of like they just put shit there, you know? Like, there's no real effort. Um, so they have covers over that. And then after a few minutes, you know, there's, like, somebody standing there, and then there's a security guy, and yeah, I think it might have been, like, a legit police officer, but I I, I wasn't going to go ins- inspect his credentials. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and what, what that came down to was um, I don't know when the actual hotel thing started, but flyers have been going around for a mega – TF slash 3P something, something, something. And it was at a hotel, like, around the corner. And, you know, it doesn't say who was running it, none of that. But what they did is they had people start passing that flyer out to people in line in the hotel in BotCon. Yeah. And that's that's where the shit hit the fan, and that's what got them booted out. And from what I know... The only reason they were let back in is because they were like, you shut down that other hotel shit or you stay out. And so they were like, got to go. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people that, that actually wanted to go, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's shut down, and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, oh, really interesting. Oh, so they did. So were, so they were able to sell because they shut down the third-party thing? Yeah, um, if, if the story holds true. Yeah. Which either exactly. end of the story is though they were allowed to come back after a significant portion of the day was gone. Um so yeah. on the busiest day. Yeah. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I mean there was third party stuff there anyway. Like actual legit figures. And so well, I'm like all a- that all that all this bullshit and all this puff in your chest and you still gotta back down and tuck your fucking tail and crawl back in there. But then, of course, when people are around, you're going to act like a badass, but you're the one that had to shut it down. And yeah. you could have just left it there. <laughs> you could have just stayed right there and had the same amount of shit on the table. Well, and that's what I've – I I was there the first year they cracked down. And they said no third-party stuff. and But that was before, you know, the onslaught of third-party. Then I was there the year – that they just didn't mention anything about it, and people had third-party stuff again. So I was kind of curious how how this one went. It sounds like last year and then this year, making an example of of TF Source is, is pretty impressive. Well, I, I yeah, and I don't even think it comes down to making an example out of them. It's just that they were the ones that blatantly disrespected them. 
You know, yeah, having exactly. having their little cronies outside because you know the line for that is you know not it's all right. Let me try to explain how how this worked with the line. So there's basically a corner of the building, and if you were walking from the elevators, you would walk all the way down, turn the corner to the left, and then walk down you know a couple hundred feet, and that's how you got in the dealer room. But where that corner is, that's where registration and everything was, and that's where a bunch of volunteers are. And that line went from that corner back to the elevators. And so to have people walking up and down that line <laughs> is, you know, it's ballsy, but it's stupid. I mean, yeah. all they – and, you know, I think a lot of it was at first – I think they weren't getting the traffic they thought they were going to get at the other hotel because they couldn't use their name. They couldn't post up on the official uh, trading board that was in the lobby. Mm-hmm. So I think they were just like, well, you know, we'll just send people upstairs. Like, nobody's going to notice. Sounds like they asked for it pretty much, man. I mean, they sound like, you know, they're pretty, pretty uh, out there with that. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, it, it wasn't them making an example because, like I said, there was third-party stuff on the floor anyway and not just upgrade kits. Hmm. I think it was about you know, using common sense or if you're going to, you know, if you're going to push the limit a little bit, you wait till the guy next to you does, or you wait till the bigger store does, you know, and, and it wasn't like people had like, you know, pallets and pallets, a third party, but they had a little bit here and there, you know, captured prey had probably a good five to 10 figures that I saw in the very little amount of time I could walk around. Um, but, and it, and it wasn't even, you know, it was like old fans, pro- not old, but like fans project headmaster stuff. Um, you know, the boxes, you couldn't really see what it was, I guess. And then I think there were a couple other more notable ones, but I mean, you know, they, and I heard people saying, Oh, well, there's these guys that keep coming by with staff t-shirts on and they're staring at all my stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, you realize these guys are usually volunteers and they're bored out of their mind. Or, yeah. or they're actually shopping. Like, if you stop <laughs> acting like everything's a conspiracy theory, you'll do okay. Like, hell, I had one, like one of those the, the sneaky guys. You know, people were getting paranoid of. After I started seeing all the third party stuff, I had actually accidentally taken a couple figures with like upgrade kits. Oh, and yeah. the only ones that they really worry about, as far as upgrades, are the heads. Those are that's what they consider those to be copyright infringing. The actual head. Um, so one of them is I, I had, I had Revenge of the Fallen Bludgeon with the head robot's head and he looked dead at it, looked over the rest of the table, looked over my shelf. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. You know, and it's just, I, I don't know. I think, and I think I said that on the show. I think it's that they're wording it strongly in hopes that people will respect it. But the, I don't, you know, I didn't see a big, you know, arrest party coming and, it only ended up being, and you know, it ended up being the guy with probably the douchiest reputation of all the retailers anyway. Yeah. You know, you don't hear a lot of the stories I've heard, you know, you don't hear those about, you know, Capture Prey or Chosen Prime or BBTS. And it's always, oh, yeah, 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 Kurt this, Kurt that. And it's like, oh, surprise, surprise. You know, <laughs> who's the one guy that got, that got the boot? So... Well, they announced uh, the last subscription service wave as well. Um, so first up, uh, it's so funny that they put the pictures in a different order than the list. 
but of course, uh, more combiners, wars, bullshit. We get a uh, counter punch, which he's no longer. Uh, I don't even I don't even remember what the class was called, like spy cons or whatever. So <laughs> yeah. this used to have a it could be an Autobot or a Decepticon. Well, punch the Autobot is gone, and it's just counter punch. Uh, we had known about the Paradon Medic. Um, let's see. Uh, you better save the good, the, the best two for last or I'm going to hurt you. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go by their, their, well, I'll go a little bit out of order, but Scorponok, which I just don't see it. Scorponok is the green, uh, slingshot mold or not slingshot. One of the aerial bots. Oh, I didn't even see that one before. Uh, oh, it has roller, uh, has well, uh, roller from the, the generations Metroplex. Anyway. Yeah, um, they're calling them fractal again. Th- these usually dip into comic stuff that I'm just not aware of. I'm a I'm a cartoon guy. Um, Toxitron from the uh, Combiner Wars Optimus slash uh, uh, Motormaster. Motormaster mold. That one looks cool. Um, the truck monkey. This is one I'm actually interested in because it has a G1 color schemed Optimus Prime from, uh, what was that? The Ironhide mold? No, it's, uh, Legends. from Legends Gears and Swerve. Oh, yo, yo, okay, okay. Um, so that's a good mold. I like to, that one, and I like that because I wanted, I like that monkey uh, pretender shell. <laughs> I, I do dig that, so I'll probably pick that one up. And then the one that Mike's probably the most happiest about, ah! right? <laughs> <laughs> What's that last one? That one is a new, brand spanking new, not, not the truck monkey, but brand spanking new pretender shell. Grand Maximus with a Legends Megatron. And that is insane. Yeah, it, it looks really cool. Um, I wanted to see the display case. So the Megatron is the Legends Tank Megatron. Yep. Um, let's see. Which is from the Generations, not the Combiner Wars Legends. Yeah. I don't know um, if they made another one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't take a picture of it in the case, or maybe it wasn't there. But then the one that we can all be excited about, well, maybe. Uh, Dave, are you excited? Have you seen the G.I. Joe crossover set? Yeah, I have. Okay. Are you excited for that one? Um, no. I mean, I'm going to get it, but I, I wouldn't say excited <laughs> to play the right word. See, and I'm, so can you, so it, it's Ninja Force Scarlet. It's Ninja Force Scarlet, it's, I think it's the Dollar General Cobra Commander again. It's, it's a Cobra yeah, Commander that's, they've done. Yeah, they said it was the Dollar, or somebody said online it's the Dollar General one. Yeah, uh, it's Dr. Biggles Jones, who's a comic character. She's, I guess in the Transformers vs. G.I. Joe comic, she's the one that changes Megatron from the gun to the tank. Hmm. So we get a ah. Megatron as the tank. And we get the uh, kind of the, the the one transformer I'm kind of interested in is the the masterpiece uh, Ratbat because um, he didn't come with a Soundwave. So, but it's like done in the the cartoon colors I've heard. Uh, so. Comic one. Comic comic. Okay. 
Yeah, at least I assume so, because the the uh, cartoon one was all purple. Okay. So I assume the blue comes from the comic, and I, I'm juiced about that too. I, I have the knockoff one just because I wasn't going to pay for the whole sound blaster just to get Rat Bat. Uh, Lame. But <laughs> I I I'm not like you. I can't flip stuff. That it would just mean I'd have a sound blaster sitting somewhere. That's why you sell it to me, and I flip it. (laughs) Oh, there you go. I'll have to remember that. Actually, that I got to remember now when I'm looking to to part out sets. I'll I I need to reach out to you, say, hey, now now is the best time. You know, I got a couple bucks (laughs) in my pocket. We are. Um, what I dig about the Megatron, again, it's the Legends Megatron, um, but he's, you can't see it well here, but you can in the uh, display cases. He's translucent. Hmm. Oh, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, Mrs. McFavorite bought me a Dragon Ball Z clock, like probably the first year we were dating. And uh, at every, at the top of the hour, it, it says something and I, it hasn't had batteries in it for like 10 years. And I just put batteries. <laughs> <laughs> what the? So that's, no that's one... our new break counter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's uh, the FSS stuff. So excited there. It's okay. I don't want to talk about masterpiece right about being awesome. It's cool. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Go ahead. I just think it looks awesome. Another cassette variant. Give me that shit. Although yeah, it sucks that it's part of this, this, the subservice because I don't know is that that's still open, how much it is, because I think they're just now working through 4.0, or oh, it's about to start right. come out, so I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't know if there was a, de- a deadline or a cutoff or something, because, yo, that, that Pretender show and that Rat Bat need to be in my house right now. Um, it is. The, the cutoff was to join the club. And that was their bit. What they were doing was saying, if you don't join the club, you won't get uh, the TFSS uh, 5.0. But if you do, you're guaranteed a shot at it. So did you renew your Yeah, but see, membership? that's the thing, though, is because the membership, like mine is good until next, until June, at least. Yeah, so you're good. They, cause I was, I was in the same boat. I wanted to ensure that I at least had the option and mine expires in August, I think. And, and so I hunted around and they said, so long as you were a member as of March 16th, and it sounds like even if it does expire, you will still have the option to get the subscriptions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, well, of course it depends on how much it is too, but. I think that one's going to be worth having anyway. But yeah, I was just, you know, I wasn't about to buy a six month add on membership. <laughs> well, and the nice thing is at least the rat bat, the crossover, those are the exclusives. So you don't even have to do the FSS for that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, that's just the, but I know you want that grand max. Yeah. One. And that'll, that thing is probably going to be like that Megatron and it's going to be worth some ridiculous amount of money immediately. Cause that's, I mean, I don't even think there's repaints of that thing, you know? So now we're getting well, one. And I was going to ask, I know the oil slick 
was originally it's an original pretender shell it's unreleased but is that do you know for sure if the grand maximus is an original pretender shell that they just never released what do you mean the 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 original grand max had this pretender with him oh did it yeah oh, I didn't that's what i'm saying that. is this oh, is okay this is, uh... you know this is a variant for that of something that very few people even have at all and if you look oh, at it, yeah. I mean, it's in Megatron colors. <laughs> like, that is fucking cool well, and as that's shit. <laughs> and that's what I was like, is this supposed to look like Grand Max? Because it looks like Megatron. That's what I was curious about, too. Yeah, the, um, now, the Truck Monkey one, that came out, was that last year with the box set? And yeah. There's something about, I think part of it, and some of the inside, like, maybe the inside whatever, uh, like you fold it open and you put the little dude in there. I think that portion may have been molded from an original Grand Max Pretender shell. And then obviously the rest of it is pretty much new. Um, but I, as far as this one goes, the new one coming, that looks like, uh, I'm thinking that's just going to be like a straight duplicate, but, but it, it. yeah, re, well, you know, like a rerun with a repaint. So yeah. Nice. All right, what else do we got here? Come on, mouse, work with me. Uh, there we go. Oh, sorry, my computer. Oh, I'm actually really impressed with this. <laughs> I'm almost angry. I'm like, no, I don't like this. I, but I do, you know, Paradrive Medic. I mean, they picked really, really good molds. I mean, look at that shit. They, I mean, they yeah. got plus they got a masterpiece mold. That's pretty unbelievable. Even though it's only a cassette, yeah. that's still pretty awesome. But they picked well you know. in an unreleased one in in America. So if you didn't buy the Sound Blaster, or if you're too good to buy the KO, or you know mm-hmm. maybe just don't want to risk it. But yeah, but then they got that. They got RC, and is that that's not a repaint of Alpha Bravo, is it? The uh, Scorponok? Uh No, it's one of the it's one of the aerial bots. But yeah. I don't know which one, but it's an actual jet. Yeah. Either way, still a solid choice. Superion is pretty, pretty nice combiner. And then you know the the two pretenders, fucking knockouts. I mean, the the counter punch is kind of, but even Toxitron. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty sweet looking bot. Toxitron has always had an amazing color scheme, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other one that let's see, the next thing that I kind of want to talk about, and again, Mike, if you have. I, I don't really care about the platinum sets. Uh, we have the, we have the Rodimus one actually in news because that was actually released at a different convention or announced at a different convention. Uh, Titan Wars, they didn't show anything besides they showed color pictures of Vector Prime. Um, the only thing that I liked about that Vector Prime uh, reveal was it does look like it has a spaceship mode if you're not enthralled with him being a tiger or a lion or whatever. Oh, Alpha Trion, you mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, what I was, was like I Vector saying? Prime. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually <clears> – <throat> I'm sorry. That's actually a, a really solid-looking bot. I, I hate – admitting that but damn it that looks pretty damn cool even as a tiger or a lion uh dave uh Vern, anything got you excited i don't know if you've clicked through some of the links or 
seen anything. We've talked about most of it before, but no, anything, no. anything you can't live without. No. no, I just I can't oh. get into the Transformers, man. It's just too much money for me. Like I said, I have a limited amount of, of, of funds available to collect and as much as I would like to, I just, I try not to get myself too excited about it. I love, I mean, I love everything. Everything looks great, but I know I just, I can't get into it. Sure you get. <laughs> if, if I would get into G1, that's where I would go first. I would get into G1. Well, let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. go right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave, nothing really. No, no must-buy on your list besides the uh, club exclusive? Yeah, pretty much that's about it. Um, the one thing that I have pre-ordered and uh, what I found really interesting, this was uh, just someone on Facebook posted this on, on the cafe, uh, but the comparison of the uh, Takara and Hasbro Computrons. Um, so they're both going to be box sets. No announcement of uh, single carded releases, even for the Hasbro stuff. But oh my God, Takara just killed this. I mean, Hasbro's looks like little kid stuff compared to what Takara is doing with these molds. Um, I am just super excited that I'm going to be picking up that Takara version. The only thing that gets me. And I haven't seen anybody that can confirm or deny it besides that it's in the pictures is it looks like the Hasbro one is getting the new feet and hands where the Takara one's still going to have those little gimpy feet and combiner wars hands. So that's the only thing that's kind of got me pissed off about this. Buy them both. Well, that some <laughs> some assholes are saying that that's what they're gonna do. I'm like, good for and you. Give so, give yeah. one to Vern. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> give one to me. It only takes it only takes one to start the fever, you know. <laughs> yeah. and <they> had a... <laughs> we'll go with we'll see. Then we'll have more Transformers guys, and we can take the show where the real money's at. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if only I could guarantee that I'd be your sole dealer, I might do that. You know, give you the first one for free, and then you know, <laughs> <laughs> then, then before you know it, you're you're selling off, you're, you're cashing in your kid's college fund and <laughs> selling off of. your masters. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm scared of. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, so something kind of cool too, talking about the stickers and the customizing class was this, uh, Magna boss, uh, sticker set they had that you could turn a bunch of your normal combiner wars figures into this Predacon Magna box boss. The face is just hilarious. If you guys haven't clicked through and seen the combiner face that it puts on, puts on Scattershot. No, it's not black. Face. It's purple and black. Oh no, it's a uh, orange and teal blue. Okay, I'm not looking at the right picture then. <laughs> the outside, like the helmet, is black. It, but... It's it's an orange. Am I, am I looking at the right one? The orange face on Superion? Yeah. 
Yeah, that, yeah. that's really weird. <laughs> With the gritty teeth. Yeah. And again, He's like, I, have no <laughs> I have no idea oh. who Magnavox is. Let's see if it says here. I see it now, yeah. Uh, Looks so like he's trying to take a shit. <laughs> so I guess Magnavox is the counterpart to the Predicus set. Oh. Yeah, this has got to be common. Well, I guess I only watched Beast Wars. I didn't really watch Beast Machines or any of that shit. Listen to us. We're so knowledgeable. <laughs> um, this was the third-party wrap-up that came out of uh, – let's see. What are we talking about? It came out this of somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they said the BotCon third-party wrap-up. I'm like, this is just regular third-party shit. We see we see some more pieces to the Le- the Lyo Kaiser. Mm-hmm. Which? Oh, this had. I know why I put this on here because this had that uh, that Sharkticon you posted about, Mike. That Legends Sharkticon. Yeah, yeah, that that's shit's um, awesome. That Corbot V and all right. So the the guy that was showing me, he actually walked over because I've seen him at shows many many times, and it wasn't it wasn't uh, the actual render form guy or Corbot guy. He's kind of like a he's just a dude that knows everybody and helps everybody, I guess. Uh, so he told me this was Corbot V's Alicon. So I posted it up on the Toy Detox page. That, you know, cause I'm assuming that was the actual name. Like I wasn't like, yo, look, I got the scoop. I'm the man. I just, <laughs> you know, I just put that out there and then, uh, TFW seems to catch up later on. And I, I cannot remember the name of this damn thing, but it's not Alicon because that was the impossible toys name. Yeah. Um, but damn it, Reyes. It's Corbot V Reyes and he's going to fit with basically every. If I if I'm if I heard the guy correctly, it's gonna fit with every Combiner Wars set, like the hands. It will be compatible yeah. with all of those, and it fully transforms from the little shark to the weapon, and then I think it's gonna have a robot mode too. And he said it was also yeah, gonna be right around. Modes. Yeah, he says it's gonna be right around the thirty dollar price point range, so which is pretty damn sweet. Yeah, and I and I got to do those again. I I'm a movie fanatic, so any any kind of Sharkticon, Alicon, whatever you want to call them, I'm I'm all about it. That's that's one thing I went completionist with the Impossible Toys shit, which I'm glad I did. Some of that shit is worth hundreds of dollars now. Yeah, the How crappy? Yeah, how crappy <clears throat> the quality is. It's still pricey as hell. Yeah. Um, so our Hall of Fame winners from BotCon. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Did we just skip over oh. Diaclone Mirage? Oh, you put, I, I think I put it on, I put it on third party news uh, as well, but okay. we can talk about it now. Oh, I just, and, I just want to, I just want to make sure, cause I thought it was kind of weird, cause that's, that's a pretty damn popular figure already with the Sphinx and, uh, the head mold on this one, which is, this is the red Diaclone, uh, Deco. And that head mold looks pretty, pretty, pretty rad. That's pretty intense looking. Now, is it a new mold or is it just the weird or not the weird way? It, to me, it looks a little weird, but is it the way they painted it? Cause the Sphinx head was a little bit smaller than that, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I've messed with Sphinx once and I can't remember yeah. the details on that. 
I just know it looks pretty sweet. I mean, this, I don't know, it's just cool looking. It, it almost gives it like a, almost like an animalistic vibe with the way that the yeah. paint is on the head there, which, you know, that's not really my thing, but it makes them look a little bit more menacing and badass. So, you know, I'm definitely <laughs> cool with that shit. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, so, uh, Hall of Fame. What do we get here? Uh, so favorite character, Optimus Primal. So that worked out well that we're getting a masterpiece, Optimus Primal. Uh, most underrated character, Cosmos. I think that was a given considering the choices. Uh, musical act, Weird Al. Fuck yeah. That makes sense. And then, uh, real life people, we get David Kay, which, you know, he's, he's a fan favorite, man. He, he loves the fans. He was at my, he was at my first BotCon in 08 because he was, uh, Transformers animated. He was Optimus Prime in that. So I have his, I have his signature on a, on an animated prime because that was the year they were released just in Cincinnati for BotCon, which was freaking crazy. <laughs> so I, I spent one night just hunting those animated figures and then a dumb choice. This is, I assume this is how they got him to come to this. Um, but Judd Nelson gets uh, gets put in the Hall of Fame for being Rodimus Prime for, you know, a total of like 90 seconds worth of screen time in the movie. <laughs> and, oh, my God, he just he just looks like a hipster doofus. I'm sorry. Well, I, that's, I, that's I, better. Everybody at the show was like, dude, did you see Judd Nelson? I'm like, no. Like, he looks so homeless. <laughs> and I'm like, how, I'm like, how homeless can you look? And they're like, look, not, look as, at homeless, that guy. not as not as homeless as he looks. <laughs> like, dang, that's pretty ruthless. But I guess the uh, the scraggly beard and the beanie kind of yeah. kind of had some people wondering if he was okay. And I'm like, man, you know how actors are. They always got to dress all fucking weird. Maybe he was just thinking he was playing to the crowd or something and gonna mix in. He didn't think he'd see people in suits and ties and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, no, man, he looks pretty fucked up. <laughs> hey, at least he has a Transformers beanie on. Right? Yeah. I'm like, he got, exactly. he got the, he got the genre right. Yeah. Could have, could have been a Pokemon hat or something. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, so we talked about TF Source. We talked about this being the last BotCon. So you talked a little bit to us before we started the show, but Swage, what were your kind of overall thoughts about the show? I hate that this is the last one. That is the prevailing, overwhelming thought. Um, you know, we, we, we poke and prod and, and joke with about fun pub issues here and there and some of their strange quirky choices and maybe not so fun choices that end up in our hands. Um, but damn, man, the show was, you know, I focused on, even though I went as a seller and I told myself I wouldn't do that last year, I made sure that, you know, I was worried more about just kicking it with people and having fun and, 
that's really the part that sucks the worst for me because, you know, being newer to BotCon and just really getting into the swing of like, all right, this is my new yearly thing. You know, this is my, this is my crew now. Like these are people I'm going to meet at some random bar across the country every fucking year. And, you know, that's, that's really the biggest part that's going away because, you know, this is my second year. There's people that have been going since it existed. You know, they have their routines and they have, you know, their lives planned out for this thing. And just getting to learn a lot of the history from, from vets going, like learning, okay, who's this guy over here that's been playing the Beast Wars theme for like three hours on a kazoo? <laughs> you know, like that's like that's a personality that's there all the time. Everybody knows that cat. Everybody makes sure he's good. Or, you know, like certain sellers and certain things that happen. It, it was it, it sucks to know that there's never going to be anything like this again, because having been to both this and TFCon, TFCon is nothing the same. And that's not a um, me picking a side or a preference. It's just the vibe is just not the same. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I hope something else comes up and it's not just an official Hasbro garbage toy show where it's, you know, they're trying to act like Comic-Con and show off all this new stuff where it's going to be like a bunch of us Transformer guys are going to be the only ones that really give a shit and show up and we're going to be annoyed with all the random crap we have to go through just to, you know, do something fun for 10 minutes or something. Um, I think they really, really put a great effort out this year. I think from what I could tell, everything went pretty smooth. Great hotel. I mean, the, the hotel staff was amazing. The place was amazing. Uh, so many convenient things you could get into. The pricing was really, really good. Um, you know, especially when you look at the type of hotel we were in and the pricing you could get, like, for random food and drinks and such. Extremely affordable for this kind of place. And it just, it, it fucking sucks, dude. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, TFCon just isn't quite the same. And yeah. this one, you know, and, and this is, you know, this has nothing to do with the people that even run it. You know, the, the big thing I'm taking away is, you know, it's the people that continuously go that you continuously run into and have a good time with because no one is there really trying to have a pissy pants party and, you know, talk shit about this brand or that brand. Everyone is going to have fun and buy cool shit. And that vibe and that kind of energy is, I, I don't know if that anybody could make that again with another show. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it was, it's one of those things where I, I'm not introverted by any means. Um, but I, I never really kind of got sucked into, you know, meeting people and being like, oh, I'll see you next year or anything like that, even though I went like four years in a row and that kind of stuff. But it was cool to see the same people over and over again and to have those single serving friends. You know, this guy's in front of you in this line this year. This guy's next to you in the line next year or whatever. And and like I say, for everybody's bitching and, com and complaining, Fun Pub really did run that with heart. I mean, it, it's a family show. 
Brian's mom or his wife's mom w- would work the store, you know, all this kind of stuff, you know. So I agree. I, I think it is kind of an end of an era and it will be really interesting to see if they do something, which is a big if, you know, what's it going to turn into? Is it going to turn into a, a D23 where it is just literally shameless self-promotion on, on Hasbro's side and, you know, they don't give any thought to, you know, like the casino night on Saturday night or, you know, or even doing exclusives or anything like that. So and I'm glad you got to be a part of that, especially for that last year. And and you said this was, was this just your second year in a row that you did it then? Yeah, this was, yeah, I went last year and this year. Those are my only two. Yeah. And even, you know, even seeing the, the improvement from one year to the next is, really making it even worse because last year you know the show itself was good but man the hotel was really tough to navigate man and that really drew away a lot of time and enjoyment just on a you know on a lower level but still you know those kind of things build up over a weekend and this year was like a home run i mean this place was immaculate everything was accessible you didn't have to go anywhere it didn't take three hours to walk from one end of a corridor to another and even if that was the case, in between everything you would go through would be a bunch of stuff like hotel or, I'm sorry, like a restaurant or bars or something. And, you know, just seeing that, that big of an improvement over last year, you know, it, it kind of makes it even worse because you're like, imagine what they do next year, you know? Yeah, that's exactly right. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's, uh, speaking of cons, let's do con news really quick and then we'll take a break. Uh, PowerCon, uh, Dark Horse will be attending and, uh, Vern, I, I, what's Dark Horse's? They did the mini comics, right? And aren't they doing another book as well? Yeah. I think they're doing the, um, uh, class, the, uh, like Filmation He-Man cartoon series. Um, Oh, yeah, the one big, with James you know, Etoch. Yes, yep, yep. They're going to do a big book like they did with the uh, mini-comic book, so there's a lot of fans looking forward to that, me as well. Um, and, and, you know, this is just another thing to add to my uh, sorrowness of not being able to go to this damn thing. You still can, dude. I know, I know. It's Money's going to be too tight, man. My daughter's birthday is too close to that and all that. and You know, it's just... It's are, just you, are you doing that, like, my sweet 16 shit? Exactly, it's your 16th well, birthday, and we're having well, a party here at the house and all that. Yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna record it like for reality TV, like buy her a Lamborghini, and she's yeah, gonna, be, she's gonna, gonna beat say, you up for it, Forty <laughs> Diddy style. Of course, she's born into the wrong family if she wants a Lamborghini for her 16th birthday. <laughs> no, but you know, you know, some things uh, have to take precedent over you know cons and toys and stuff. So my daughter's 16th birthday is one of those things. Oh, that's understandable. Um, and then uh, the other one you posted for PowerCon was Anthony Von Geek. Yes, I hadn't I hadn't heard of this guy. You want to fill people in why why you like this brother? Uh, he's just an artist, you know. He does a lot of cool stuff. Um, he's got like a little cult following out there, you know what I mean? And uh, he's uh, I think he just recently um, signed on to go to you know to be at the con, but. Um, uh, if you check out his, you know, his Facebook page, he's got a, you know, a fan site and you go in there and just look at some of the stuff he does. He's, uh, 
yeah, he does he does a different brand of art, but he's uh you know he's just got like a comic side to him, you know. So I, yeah. I think I think it, you know most people, um, if you know who he is, you know you 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 have a certain type of sense of humor, you know what I mean, with what he does. But I've always liked this stuff. Yeah, I like the uh, Lucasfilm cash cow <laughs> yeah. that uh, Mickey is milking. Uh-huh. I I dug that one. Um, and then one I threw in there because, uh, these are the people that have helped me out and I consider them good friends. Uh, October Toys is going to be presenting there. So the people that, uh, produce OMFG minifigures as well as the, uh, Skeleton Warriors, um, those are probably the things that they're most known, most well known for um but if people didn't know uh so they're a husband and wife team uh george gaspar the husband he sculpted with the four horsemen when they all worked for uh mcfarland toys during the 90s um so him and eric and cornboy all did a lot of the spawn figures back in the day um so it's They've done amazing things. I've gotten to eat dinner with the Four Horsemen. I've gotten to meet all kinds of uh, awesome toy people because of them. And I hear Aileen's not even going to be there, so George is going to be running this booth by himself. So Didn't they just do their so, 24-hour uh, podcast they do every year? Yeah, so they do uh, 24 hours of toy break, and I guess that's the main thing. October Toys are the people that do toy break. Um, and every year they do a 24 hour live video feed show where they have all of their local friends come in and it's really cool. Um, I actually wrote them because I can't remember if they actually put any of that up after or if you have to be there live. So if for some reason they do put up recordings of it, I'll post to it for sure. Uh, let's see, Celebration Europe's host is announced, and it's none other than, uh, Warwick, Warwick Davis. So, Mr. Uh, Wicked. Um, and is this true, Dave? It's, it's Wicked W. Warwick? Um, I'm so, sorry, there's, there was a kind of a personal crisis going on here. I kind of missed what you were leading into. Um, <laughs> is, is this the sorry. thing? No, this is the uh, Celebration Europe. Uh, Wicket is announced as the host, Mr. Warwick Davis. Okay. So his his Wicket's name is Wicket W. Warwick. Warwick. Right? Yeah. I, yeah, I never realized that they used his first name as the last name. Um, so that'll be kind of excited. And then for some reason. On stage host, they have him, but then they also have David Collins, uh, which I didn't realize this. He did a bunch of voices in uh, The Force Awakens, uh, but he's probably both, uh, most well-known for doing the uh, – oh, I see, Stormtroop. Oh, yeah, you, you know the scene when um, they're sit, like when Ray is like – inside the the new death star or whatever and her and she's like climbing and there's just like stormtroopers uh-huh. like hanging around they're like chatting back and forth he did some of the background voices of those guys oh okay okay so i would i would say wicked is probably the main takeaway there for the yeah. stage host uh 
And then uh, something local for all of our local listeners. Uh, our biggest toy show here by far, our toy, our toy and doll collector super show, is offering two for one admission through a local uh, through a local uh, Denver Ticks uh, website. So again, it's only five bucks, but hey, you can get two admissions for five bucks. Uh, this is going to be next Sunday and, uh, Hope not to just, this says toy and doll super show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm so sorry. Are you going to a doll super show? It's so it, it's really cool how they, they break it up. It, it's kind of, isn't this how King King County is Dave, where they put, they have dolls, but they stick them all in the same section, right? Basically, there's a there's one building that is that they call the dollhouse that is is primarily dolls and Barbies and 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 the girly stuff. It's, it's Duvall's favorite place to go, but uh, <laughs> no. And then there's there's a one section of the big building that's like really kind of vintage, you know, tin toys and old cars and old trains, and then um, whoa. Sorry, the only one with I, family crisis is going on. Um, yeah, sorry, Miss okay. McFavorite and Toddler McFavorite just got back. <laughs> so you were saying, Dave? But yeah, they 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 have they have sections for specific. Um, wow, <laughs> I got a dog barfing. Um, this is going crazy over here. Um, yeah, no, they have a dollhouse. They have what they call the dollhouse, which is a specific building for dolls. They have a really stop it. Um, and then they have a section for older toys, and then they have. You know, then the rest of the buildings kind of tend to be what what the the toy the kind of toy show stuff that we're interested in, a mix of vintage and and more modern stuff. So, so the dollhouse I, has any strippers or no. ladies nope. of the night? Damn it! I, I don't really ask them what they do when they're not working at King County. Um, <laughs> they're not selling dolls. <laughs> they're, they're generally pretty old, but you know. But if you're into that kind of stuff, <laughs> if you're into that kind of stuff, if you if you've got that whole Deadpool, you know, Maude Adams kind of, um. I'm into any kind of stuff where the name is Dollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, not to be outdone, uh, our smallest toy show is also next weekend. It's uh, the Big Ace Toy Fair, and uh, this is literally, I love it. It's a it's a clubhouse in the middle of a trailer park. Uh, it's 16 tables and that is like pat, like if you walked in there, you'd be like, no fucking way. There's 16 tables in here, but there, there were, I counted them, but they're all uh, one and a half by three. It's 16 Ottomans full of toy flavor. <laughs> Um, it's very uh, transformer centric, just because uh, Big Ace, the guy that runs it, is a uh, sorry one more is a big Transformers guy. So Big Ace, that's, yeah, Big Ace. <laughs> um, so uh, that's it for con news. Uh, why not let's uh, take a break and then we'll come back with toy news. Peace, peace. Peace. Transformers Cybertron. Beware, Autobots. Starscream is here. From Giant Jet to Rampaging Robot, he's got the key, the weapons, and the power to take down any Transformer. Starscream. Transformers Cybertron. Batteries not included. 
All right, guys, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into toy news. And uh, like we briefly touched upon, uh, first up is the another Platinum Transformer set. This is the, uh, what's it called here? Oh, it doesn't even have a, oh, Rise of Rodimus Prime. Uh, nothing, so we get nothing dirty about that at all. And let's see. Oh, shit. I packed it. No, I think you're right. I think that is the titanium mold. Yeah. It's also con- I, supposedly confirmed to have the same die cast as the original. Oh, too. yeah. It definitely is the titanium. I see the alt mode now. Um, yeah. So it's cool. You get a matrix with it, at least. That's kind of cool. Uh,. No price on this yet. I mean, that's the problem with these platinum sets is it's not even like they're saving you money. Yeah. You know, it'd be one <laughs> thing if they were releasing them at retail prices because the classics are kind of pricey now. Some, but some. I mean, like Galvatron is five, ten bucks maybe. Although I, well, I will, yeah, I will give them that they they did give it a nice paint paint look to it or overall look. Yeah. Yeah, the colors are a lot better than that original, that's for sure. So, got that coming. Uh, loyal Subjects, Trapjaw. So, Vern, are you are you a big Trapjaw guy? I know you're, you're He-Man Skeletor, but what about Trapjaw? Uh, Trapjaw is, it has a sore subject with me this week. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the Maddie sale that just went on. But, yeah, I love this figure. I'm definitely getting him. Yeah, I kind of dig how there's literally, like, nothing behind his jaw. Yeah. So he really does have, like, that half face kind of thing. He looks cool. uh, Have you seen, does it have arm attachments? Um, I'm looking at it now. It looks like it just has the hook. Um, but, you know, it does have, like, on the back of his belt, like, like the, the vintage figure has, like, a little... Um, little hook on the back where you can hang stuff off. So maybe he will come with a couple extra things. Yeah. Cause if you look at like the, the part that's facing us, it looks like there may be a little hook molded on to the, to the hook part of uh-huh. it to put on there. Yeah. yeah he looks uh, great though. These are very detailed for the size uh, that they are, you know? Yeah. And it's a good thing that you pre-ordered them to pick the ones you want, yeah. because just like, Big bad fucking toy store. Anything that's blind box, that's all they sell. They just sell a random blind box, hmm. you know. And I fucking hate that shit. Is well, that okay, how it no. from Big Bad Toy Store? Oh, okay. Anything that's blind box, they don't ever guarantee what you're gonna get. They just sell you a random figure. Yes. Yeah, okay. So how do you feel then about retailers that will open those up and then charge premiums for certain ones? Hmm. I would rather that. Okay. I would rather I I would rather pay twice as much knowing I'm getting a Megatron. What about five times as much? Well, yeah. I mean, when you get into the <laughs> chase shit, if you want to chase shit, that's what you're going to pay, in my opinion. You know that I always want like the default versions of stuff when I'm going to do a one-off. To me, this is kitsch. I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go completist on loyal subjects. Like, like we talked about with the loyal subjects club or whatever it was on 100. 
I'm never going to do that shit. So I, I want to know I'm getting a trap jaw, even if I have to pay $18 instead of $13. But you're right. If you wanted a gold Skeletor or something and they're going to charge you 50, that sucks for you, I guess, if you really want a gold Skeletor. Yeah. I was just curious because I know a lot of the loyal subjects, the Transformers ones, um, you know, you could find Bumblebee for five bucks opened, and then like you know, Soundwave was like twenty or twenty-five, and then you know, whoever else was fifteen, some were ten, and that was yeah. that was if you didn't go the blind bag route. Exactly. So yeah, I I'm always willing to pay a premium to make sure I'm getting what I'm getting. I'm just I don't have enough access to to trade you know it might be i mean dave have you has there ever been a blind box craze because you probably live in it you probably know the most local collectors out of all of us oh yeah no but none of them really like i i do i do some of the lego minifigures but nobody does that so i i'm like you i will just buy i'll pay six bucks on ebay or at a toy show to, to get the three or four figures i want Rather than you know spend forty bucks buying a you know bag full of them and you get the same like samurai 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 <laughs> on the on the on the Sorry. the ones you collect on blind bag like Lego stuff do they have um I don't even know what you call it but say for yeah for crayons the first couple like the first year or so they would actually have a stamped code that you could pick a certain number of and you would know who was in there and then they did away with it. So yeah, they used to, they used to and then they changed it to this weird uh braille system and then I think they got rid of that. Um yeah. people keep, keep figuring it out. They did yeah, they did they did dots at, yeah. at first. Yeah. <laughs> um but now now it's definitely and i and i'm with you Dave. some people just say well if it's if it's obvious the one you're looking for you can feel for it like i wanted the guy in the shark costume yeah cuz you know it's old school but i love the chevy chase uh, shark, shark sketch. Yeah. 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 On Saturday Night Live. So I was like, Oh shit, I got to get that. And I, I felt for like a minute and a half and I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to pay $8. <laughs> um, my, my comic book shop, the one my friend ran for like three years, he was really cool in that, um, he would open like 15 of them. And if you didn't like the one you got, he would trade you straight up. Absolutely. So he would, yeah, he would have them on the shelf behind him. And he's like, oh, you don't want this? And then, of course, eventually he ended up with like five cheerleaders and and three of something else that nobody wanted. You know, eventually it, it was kind of, it wasn't worth it. But it was cool that he offered you that. Um, let's see, we've talked about this before, but, uh, Rogue One, uh, Black Series Wave 1 has gotten a little bit of refinement, it looks like. Uh, so we're gonna get a Ray and BB-8 repack. We're gonna get a remolded Kylo Ren, and again, these are rumors. Again, mm. I shouldn't say we are, but these are rumors. 
uh, remolded Kylo Ren, which the only thing I can assume is that's an unmasked. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you think, Dave? Oh, I don't know yeah, how I, they would. They're, they're doing the foreign figure. I mean, he's he's out now, so I, they they got to be doing that for the black. Yeah, and then we're getting uh, what's what's the main? That's what I do. Jin, I rebel. Jim, Jin, Jin. Like yes, yeah, I think it's Jin. Like G-Y-N. Sorry, and, and they they say it at the beginning of they the do. trailer. They, do. they, they give her yeah. full name. I don't know. I got distracted by Adats. I, you know, the, the Adats on the beach was just, just, just too freaking cool. I was gonna say, let's take a second. Was that trailer not mind blowing or what? Oh, we, we, we have it in grab bag, everybody. <laughs> we'll be. Talking. It's like no, no, he's doing out of order. Stop. Hey, <laughs> <Chaos> rules. <laughs> um, a stormtrooper. That is, I mean, that's modern. So that's just going to be a repack, wouldn't you think, Dave? Maybe with this, maybe with a gun or something different. Yeah. I mean, a Rogue One storm. Yeah, there might be like a a trooper in Rogue One that's got like some weird, you know how like in Force Awakens they had the the stormtroopers with like the vests and the stormtroopers with this. And I I can see like some weird gear and you just use the stormtrooper mold and like slap some new accessories on. Or it may just be a straight-up Stormtrooper. Who knows? Like, that's painted dirty yeah. or... Who knows? And then Medical Droid, which they don't have a picture of, obviously. And then they're saying <laughs> Seal Team Male, which they're saying is the Forest Whitaker. And, I mean, that's cool. I'll take a Forest Whitaker. I, I can't wait to see how they sculpt his lazy eye. I think that's probably <laughs> what I'm most excited about. <laughs> So that's what I kind of dig is whenever they have to do something uncommon, you know, when they got to sculpt something that may not be necessarily flattering to somebody, do they, do they try to make it look better or they try to make it look realistic? What do they do? Sometimes with Hasbro's paint sculpts, they get uh, late uh, saggy eye anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is the way that they come. And then uh, talking a little bit more about the trailer, or at least uh, some of the exciting parts of it, is we get the Rogue One packaging, and it looks awesome. Like this, I'm excited about. So I'll have to get some cool example of, you know, some some box set or something that really features this and keep it in the box. Yeah, it, it's it's cool to see the AT-ATs on there, you know, and it's got the new yeah. Stormtrooper, but it's, uh, still it's cool looking. It's some of the best to me, I think they've done in a while, package art. Yeah. The Force Awakens stuff was yeah, really good was. with Kylo. I mean, that's that stuff's really iconic. Yeah. This but, just looks uh, more old school, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, canceled 2013 Joe Retaliation Ultimate Gift Set. So this is kind of one of those. This is kind of like uh, the Vault when they first revealed that at Joe Con a few years back. This is kind of like a punch in the gut that oh we could have gotten all this cool stuff. <laughs> um, but it's still kind of cool to see. Uh, getting a so we got nunchuck, we've got slice in there, which we got the slice, uh, just not with all of the super cool extra accessories. Um, it's did you see that it's got the dice mask in it too, the black dice mask? 
Yeah, they had that floating around. Um, they had slice and dice masks floating around with a couple of like the storm shadows and uh, snake eyes figures. Um, oh, if you that. if you bought them all, you could you know if you if you bought the right ones, you could put together a slice or a dice. I remember that. Yeah. And then uh, I think the roadblock heads are kind of cool. Yeah. Those, he's got the rock. You got the retaliation with the chops, mm-hmm. and the toy. I, that's a toy one, or is it supposed to be comic, Dave? What do you think? That oh oh four. Um, I'm I'm wondering if it's supposed to be renegades. Um, well, the the chops one is the renegade, right? Okay. Then roadblock yeah. have the they had the big the chops. Boom. Yeah. Maybe it's um. Well, what's it? There's, there's retaliation. There's renegades, and then there's resolute. Um. Oh yeah, it might be a resolute. That's a good one. But you think these figures will show up somewhere eventually, or no? I think they would have already shown up if if yeah. somebody in China had gotten them off the line. Uh, does it say where where they got this from? Uh, unfortunately, normally I would say, oh, Gary Goggles found this, but of course yeah. that's not the case with this, unfortunately. Rest in peace, Gary. Um, let's see. Fans would have finally gotten blah, blah, blah. Read who posted it. Uh, where did this in? Friend. <laughs> Oh, a canceled Amazon hmm. ultimate gift set. Huh. All right. Well, that's a. Uh, so if you're a Joe fan, that's the only thing Joe we have for the entire show. So you can go ahead and. <laughs> and the Transformers, you know, a crossover thing too. Yeah, and and we do have that. We do have some more in grab bag, but yeah, it was pretty sad. Like when Roger's like, "I can't make it," it's like, "Oh, fine. We don't have any Joe shit, anyways." <laughs> um, we get some official picks of Takara's uh, Legends, not to be confused with the scale. Uh, Takara Legends is the uh, essentially chug of Takara uh, for Titan Returns. So we're getting, uh, they show the blur, uh, the scourge, and the, I I am really digging the sound wave. Shock, I like that. Shockwave. Or, sorry, shockwave. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I love the clear on the chest, the lighter purple um, that comes closer to the masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that shockwave is a home run. Uh, the bl- yeah. the blur actually looks really, really good. Um, the only thing, though, is I was kind of geeked out because the, the picture they show of him in alt mode shows the little headmaster riding. Yeah, it's like, like riding a ship. It almost looks like. Yeah, but the only thing is that, that might be a little misleading because if you look at the front, like his nose section of whatever the hell kind of vehicle you want to call that, mm-hmm. it the weapons in there already, and you can tell that that's that piece flipped over. Yeah. But I wonder if if there's a bottom piece, or if you have to take that off and it becomes separate. Because I was thinking that was like you know you could have blur in alt mode and his headmaster in this at the same time. So hopefully, hopefully it, you lo- can do it looks. Yeah, it looks like he still might fit in that cockpit 
so the yeah so the clear glass it looks like it has a hinge on it right the, but i meant the, the the thing he's writing in here i was thinking would be you know you could either put it onto the alt mode or you know this little dude could ride in this while blur looked exactly like it does in the picture still but it looks like you'll have to take that piece off and flip it over yeah and in the, the g1 at least and i think that this same way they're going to go with the robot mold is that was his shield. Mm -hmm. So he'll be able to hold that. And, and like I say, I think the robe, the, the actual headmaster will ride in the cockpit of it, hopefully. Um, yeah, again, I think they're doing great with the decos here. Um, and, and I think, especially how much I dig that sound wave, I think I'm going to have to do that to Caro one, two. Yeah. He just looks too the translucent the translucent uh gun arm there. Mm -hmm. Do you have that. the Hasbro uh shockwave? Yep. Okay. Hell yeah, my, my Hasbro Bruticus is holding them right now. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And uh the scourge though. What what's going on with this guy? Because that gun looks like trash. I mean, it's, <laughs> that looks like... Well, it's a callback to the G1. The G1 Target Masters always were a little funky. And granted, I know he's not a Target Master, but... Yeah, that's that's a, main, that's a big kicker for me. The wings, I can live with the weird wing thing going on, and the, the, the pointy toe feet. But that gun, God, that looks terrible. <laughs> well, yeah, and this is, so this is interesting, too. Is, so it looks like the clear cockpit is hinged. So it looks like hopefully the headmaster can ride in there. But then you're right. They put the gun on the top. Oh, yeah, he can. They show a picture of it right yeah. there. But, yeah, the gun is essentially a seat for him as well. On yeah, top it's of like a Alma, second but seat. Him as a robot holding the gun <laughs> looks ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, if it's going to be an extra accessory, why would you make it big enough for one of them to sit in? Yeah, I agree with you. I, they should, I'm, I was thinking more like a rotating peg so that you didn't have to look at all that 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 nothing. Oh, yeah, to where it'd be solid on the top. Yeah. Still would be un, unruly as a large gun, but I would say render form to the rescue on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, uh, wave is, would this be wave three? Um, let's um, say phase three of the Walmart. I think it's, yeah, I think it is wave three. I think wave one was the, like the, the repacks. The, well, the yeah, part. basically. And then wave two had figures from force awakens. And I think this is just wave three. Nice. Uh, announce we even have case breakdown. Oh, people here found them. Yeah. Is. Oh, they're already being found in stores? Um, I think they were found in, like, the Philippines or something, but... Um, I mean, oh, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, well, but, I mean, people have their hands on them, so it's not a rumor anymore. Yeah, well, and these were the ones on 100 we reported that yeah. they were the ones on eBay going for $150 and stupid yeah. shit like that. I'm predicting the Princess Leia is going to be a peg warmer. <laughs> yeah, I think so. She, I think the Han will, too. Yeah, the Hansa. She looks like Gary Oldman Dracula. 
when you play the dragon. <laughs> I made that joke. I made that joke on I'm the forums. You, look at her. That's what she reminds me of. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do her general outfit. I mean, we see that ceremonial outfit for like a second. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you do her general shit? And it's it's just weird that they did her and Han in these very sort of scene specific outfits for the Black Series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's bizarre. Phasma looks. Yeah. Cool. The Ray figure. Yeah, looks Phasma looks cool. cool. Yeah. Well, and considering Phasma is the only new one that people will probably actually want, yeah. Yeah. she's going to be fucking gone. I mean, I want the Han just because I'm a snow guy, and I love that he's a blue coat. I love that they kind of made – they said, hey, yeah. he wears a blue coat, not a brown coat. But mm, The movie was actually brown. I was I know. heartbroken about that, but – um, I, I'm still a blue coat just because that's what it looked like after the filters. Yeah. You know. Oh, are you saying in the Force Awakens it was brown? The Force Awakens it was brown. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh that. yeah. No, I no. thought you were making a statement about the original trilogy. No, no. In the original trilogy, I think it was like like really faded black, and so it looked bluish. But it was. But no, in, in Force Awakens it was brown. It was it was definitely huh. brown. The, oh, that is the, the snow coat and the and the regular coat were both brown. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And I I have watched it since. I now own the Blu-ray. So we we did a a Saturday. It was supposed to be uh, Force Tuesday. Then it was Force Friday. Then it turned into Force Saturday. And by the middle of the movie, I was the only one up. <laughs> That's what it's like to have have a wife and kids, people. <laughs> the most exciting Blu-ray, the first home release of a Star Wars movie since 2005. And my wife fell asleep halfway through it. Uh, let's see, uh, more uh, Star Wars stuff. Luke Skywalker Episode 7 yeah. confirmed. Uh, well, they they found a listing in the computer for, and apparently he's going to be a black series figure too, which is, you know, kind of ironic that all he did was stand there, and they're going to give him super articulation. Yeah, but it's I'll cool. Be, I mean, it's like I'll be getting that for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Plus, it's probably his outfit for episode eight. I mean, it's not like he's going to like, not like they made up an outfit for like two minutes of screen time, you know, or like thirty seconds of screen time. So he'll it, it it'll be an advanced figure for episode eight. Yeah. Be fine. It'll be good. Well. And what's interesting is, is this, I mean, I guess the background kind of looks like it might be Black Series since it has super articulated figures. But, I mean, it, this easily could be a, a, a five-point of articulation one, right? Um, the story that I posted said it was a Black Series. Like, that was, that yeah. was how they found it. It says, you certainly remember our earlier post today about the Italian Black Series collection. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're saying it's Black Series. So that one would be cool to have yeah. for sure. All right. Uh, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, Maddie Collector Q&A <laughs> on their Facebook. Uh, Vern, what's got you most excited from this Q&A? Uh. Uh, you know, they're they're talking about the ankles. Uh, apparently, um, pictures on the Maddie website are showing um, the He-Man figure with corrected or newer ankles. Um, 
and they went on to say that, you know, the pictures were, you know, some of them were pre-production pictures and that, you know, they're working on them. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it looks like something they're going to, to me, it looks like something they're going to take, take care of pretty quickly. Um, and, uh, there was an issue with trap jaw too. I know the pre-production pictures showed, uh, like the joint on his regular arm had like a, a, a pink or purple spot in it, but when it, yeah. when it was shipped, it, it was fixed. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I guess we shouldn't take the pictures quite, uh, as much, you know, in, into, um, uh, until we get the figure in hand and, and really see it, you know? Yeah, that, uh, it was a, it was a pin on a universal ball joint yeah, yeah. that, that was purple and it concerned me too, yeah. but one of the other questions was, um, now that we're, you know, the club race call figures don't come with a mailer box. Apparently some people, uh, have been getting their packages damaged. Uh, they said they're going to look into that. And, um, yeah, they what, were... what do they mean? You don't get a mailer box. Like um, they're just sending a fucking thing <laughs> with a figures a... to come in a in a cardboard box. Um, I, I don't know if you know I, with what the packaging looks like for the classics figures, um, but you know, basically a carded figure with you know pl- uh, you know plastic uh, clamshell or whatever. Then they would slide it inside of a, a cardboard box that had like the figure's name on it. Okay. Uh, some of the earlier figures didn't come; they just come white boxes, no names. But you know, down the line, they put the names and everything. And then that box would be inside of another box. And, you know, a lot of Matty collectors, they don't consider their figure complete unless it has that mailer box with it. Yeah, oh, that's so, what I So it's still coming in a shipper box. It just doesn't have right. a specific mail yes, sleeve. Yes. Okay. Now, I was like, whoa. Yeah, the packaging, like the packaging <laughs> that the new figures are coming in, it has the art on it. And it's, you know, it's it's like a displayable box where the mailer boxes were either white or just plain, plain brown cardboard looking. And these things are like, you know stuff you would want to put on display and I guess they're getting damaged and crushed and stuff like that. So, yeah, they're, they're probably the most displayable one. Like I got mine a couple days ago and I'm not opening them. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to wait until they either reissue them. You already got your trap doll? Yeah. Cause it's uh cause I have this. Subscription. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So you're saying the, yeah. the box you're actually getting it in is the displayable part that you like now. So, so picture this. So the Takara, uh, think of the Takara legends, how they have a, they're a window box with the figure on it. Then they would put another cardboard box around it, Mm -hmm. like skin tight that it just barely slipped. I I know what a a mailer is, but I'm saying you you said that you're getting (laughs) boxes that you don't want to open now. And I thought you weren't getting those like, Oh, no, no, I, I I am getting those and and I'm not opening them. So what do you what do you get now? Do you get a box that just says like USPS priority on it, or you get one that has like artwork and shit as the? No, so there's still an outer shipping box. So what people are pissed off at is that the figures are in in just a mailing box. There's not. Shit. Like like before, if your regular ship, like you could get your box could be damaged, but the actual carded art figure inside generally wouldn't be damaged, you know? Right. Now, the box that they're shipping it in has a sleeve that slides over top of the window box, too. That's like, like you know, has the artwork and stuff on it. So that but box, it's like paper thin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, so the, like it, the Toys R Us Masterpiece shit? No, they have that exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I gotcha. Exactly. So now picture if if you bought those masterpiece figures and they had 
another cardboard box, your sleeve and your packaging would be fine, even if the outside box got beat up a little bit. Right. And so considering these are lots of people are saying like, oh, these are so nice. I'm not taking mine out. But now you don't get the mailer box, so they're getting fucked up. I mean, even if they slide around in the shipping box, you're getting scratches on the artwork mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think if you if you set um, I believe if you set I only have one figure right now, but I think if you set the the boxes like side by side, don't they like do like a, a gray skull like motif sorta? Uh, I don't know. It'll make the gray skull or something. I thought I had seen that, but but maybe not. Uh, so talk about the last one because I'm gonna break yeah. up. Yeah, the I last one. It. Um, it's uh, talking about PowerCon uh, is receiving three exclusive figures. And they said, would you consider offering exclusive figures, variants, or new obscure characters to other online stores like Big Bad Toy Store, Entertainment Earth, or Amazon? Um, They say other toy lines have done this like Marvel Legends, Black Series Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Reaction, Funko, Pop Vinyl, etc. And it's been successful. Um, Says it would be another great way to get more characters and grow collections. Uh, Plus those sites reach a very large collector audience. Um, so it would be great for the Collector's Choice, Grayskull Club, and other toy lines to be exposed. And their answer was, uh, that is a great idea, and it's something that we are evaluating for the next years. So that is interesting, that you might be able to get He-Man figures outside of the Maddie Collector website. I would be... See... Okay. <laughs> I mean, as, as many problems as I've had with ordering shit off of Maddie, I would be I would be okay with that. So... Here's my next, here's my big rant. Exclusive figures are fucking exclusive. Like, I love these fucking fandoms that are like, oh, it's an exclusive. Everybody should have a chance at getting that. Like, no, that's (laughs) what makes a fucking exclusive. Um, No, there's nothing that you, I mean... So the, uh, at least on the sleeve, the box art, oh yeah, and it's the same thing on the inner, oh, so if you look at this, the sleeve is supposed to be the protective part. Right. Because the, yeah, because the inside is the same artwork, just with the trap door not there so you can see the figure, but at least currently there's nothing that looks like it's going to make an an art piece if you put them up on the shelf. Um, but I'll I'll get into the I'll get into the exclusive and chase rant uh, on uh, online stuff. Uh, Dave, next one was you, Zuvio, the the backstory of a peg warmer. <laughs> Yeah, this was. I mean, it's not specifically about toys, but it was. It was interesting to me because obviously, that was kind of a big thing from the moment they released the toys. Was who is this guy? And then he wasn't in the film, and then everyone was like, "Well, his deleted scenes must be on the the, the Blu-ray." And, and they nope. <laughs> um, so uh, Entertainment Weekly actually did an article about this guy, um, and uh, basically, you know, it, it's funny. He's just like any other background alien in Star Wars. And, and his importance got inflated by fans making... Some of it was fans making guesses because he was a Black Series figure. And, you know, I mean, they haven't even done Tatooine Luke yet. He's just coming out. So, and, and we're getting this, you know, like Snaggletooth or, you know, uh, Prune Face they mentioned. Um, 
and he was also in the visual dictionary. He got like a whole page in the visual dictionary and, and had his backstory and all this stuff. And, you know, like some of the other pages are Han Solo and Princess Leia. Um, and it turns out that the guy, the designer who created him for the movie, Pablo Hidalgo, uh, just happened to write the visual dictionary. So that's that's why Zuvio got like a big, big write up and a big backstory. But but it, what it boils down to is that fans just sort of, you know, and, and the reason that he got so many toys was because Hasbro was trying to come up with characters that they could put out right away that wouldn't be like unmasked Kylo Ren or, you know, Ray with the lightsaber. Yeah. They they were limited. They had some limitations on what characters they could do. Um, yeah. And that's that's why they kind of gravitated towards this obscure background guy. And apparently... Somebody with a with the Blu-ray did manage to actually see him in the film. If you if you pause <laughs> during the big chase sequence through the tent, you can actually see a blur that is that is good old Constable Zuvio. But um, it's just kind of funny that you know he was just he was always just this random background character, and there isn't this you know this this elaborate bunch of film lying around somewhere that was cut from the movie. Um, so I just I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, he always interested me, you know, because his armor. Uh, appeared to have the colors of Boba Fett, you know, and and I didn't know like at the time if there was a tie-in uh, between nope. you know what he was wearing to you know maybe Mandalorian tie-in or something like that. So I wonder if if maybe you know because of that you know people thought he was you know seeing the color of his armor stuff. Like that's how I thought anyway that he might have been you know somehow tied into Mando storyline or something like that. Yeah, I just I just thought yeah because he he got a Black Series figure and he got this whole yeah. write-up visual dictionary that like there was something going on. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. So nope. now did you did you read through or 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 even just look through your visual the visual dictionary was out before the movie, right? Mm, it, I think it came out like a week before. Um Okay. I, I don't know if I read it before I, I was really good about stuff like that. Um Yeah, because I know you were kind of obviously you can't be spoiler free doing podcasts, but I know you were spoiler sensitive. <laughs> I, I tried to, to avoid as much stuff as I could. But did you look through your visual? Did you, well, one, did you get your visual dictionary before the show? I don't know. I, you know, I can't remember if I did or not. I really don't know. Um, if I did, I didn't read it. Cause that was like, that was the line. Cause I did that with the prequels. Especially like the first movie, like I literally read the book before I saw the movie, before I saw Phantom Menace. Oh. So I'm like, you know, like you're gonna see, you're gonna see trailers and people are gonna say stuff on Facebook, but at the very least, just don't read the book before you see the movie this time. <laughs> so, so that was that was a line that I I, I pretty much held to. Well, all right, well there you go, people. Get get a Zuvio. Get him out. He ain't coming back. What I was gonna say, what's funny is, you know, four years down the line where they've made every black series background character, <laughs> he's gonna be the one that's five hundred dollars because no one got him. I mean it's not it's not obscure for Star Wars to do a character who was in the movie for five seconds, you know? No. But it just made it look like he was an important character with the way he was, you know, put out there. And actually yeah. when they when they first started Black, they said specifically that they weren't gonna do like the real, you know, it was just supposed <laughs> to be the main guys. Yeah. Um, so it's true. That's what even makes it more odd. That they, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they were trying to pick characters where they couldn't really spoil anything, you know, because that was a big thing where 
Yeah. And they're trying to hide everything as much or as long as they possibly could. But um, I don't know. It's just strange. <laughs> Wasn't that a Phil Collins song? That was Susudio. Oh. Very similar to different. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a hair care product back in the day? <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, that's Sassoon. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. My wife's taking my wallet. That's not good. <laughs> what do you oh, dang. <laughs> I'm trying to see if it's just something fucked up with this uh, website. Okay. So. All right. Don't charge hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> my my credit limits are only like twenty, thirty thousand, right around there. Credit cards like me. It's too comfortable. Two coach purses and a coach wallet. What the fuck? That sounds like that sounds like ten thousand dollars. Daddy's got to work some overtime. <laughs> yeah, no shit. All right, next up we get uh, the first uh, Legends class Wave One assortment. So if you thought you were not going to get a wheelie, they got you covered. There's going to be three wheelies, three we want. <laughs> <laughs> Rewinds and then uh, stripes. Three Autobot stripes. Is there? Yeah, there's not a picture. Do you know who that is? Yeah, stripes. Swage? Stripes is. Um, he kind of came from the Encore line. He was a repaint of Ravage. So. Oh, inter- oh, like a tiger version uh-huh, of Ravage. Orange and black. So. So if these are legends, what's that going to be based off of then? Or is that a new mold? It'll be probably off of the Ravage, which is oh, you know I think he's a little the, he's a little classic. No, no, he's a little isn't aren't they like little tablets or some shit with wings? Like I don't know. I look well, instead well, of di- no, they're not discs, but they 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 end up turning into man. God, I've been trying to ignore these for so long. Now I gotta look this shit up. Spoilers. Uh. Yeah, the laser beak and the laser beak and uh, buzzsaw are little tablets, and I think the rewind is too. But I didn't see a, a ravage mold in that. Yeah, I I saw some early pictures of this a long time ago. But anyway, it's basically going to be a ravage. However, they decide to do it, it's going to be a ravage that's orange and black. So. Really, oh. the the only thing you're really worried about in this wave is probably Cup. Yeah, there is there is a tablets, a tablets, a tablet version of Ravage here. Yeah, he's like a tablet or not an SD card, but you know something along those lines. Yeah. So yeah, okay. just look for Cup. Screw the rest. Really, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. I was gonna say. I, I got you just. Shockwave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Lego Star Wars Summer 2016. So this looks like uh, lots of stuff from the video game. Uh, but we – are you a Dengar guy, Dave? Yeah. I know you're a boss guy. But. Actually, I probably I have no idea what that uh, that I guess that ships from the video game, but I kind of want to get it because it does have Dengar on the little speeder bike, little swoop. So yeah, talking about the black one. Yeah, yeah, it's, the, it's the black one at the top. Yeah, yeah, that thing is badass. 
I, I like the clear red plastic. That always gets me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, these have got to be – helps maybe if I read the articles before we start talking about them here. Oh, yeah, it's from the Freemakers. So the one where they're going to build their own ships and stuff, kind of like the Lego movie. Yeah. Where they're going to be builders and make – uh, the one I'm I'm excited about is the encounter on Jakku, because I love that little workhorse thing. Oh, the Lugga Beast? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Lugga Beast. I'm the official owner of Coach Products. Oh, my wife owns Coach Products now. The show is over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm selling my collection as of now. <laughs> um, the X-wing is that just? A, a complete repaint of the black and orange one, Dave. It, I guess you're not the biggest Lego guy either, right? Yeah, but Lego usually never does that. Um, like, they like even if they do the same vehicle, it. it's always like a slightly different build. So, yeah. Dude, he has a flamethrower. Check that out. Yeah. My, uh, I have, uh, my, uh, knockoff from China came with that. So if anybody's interested uh, in being uh, unethical and immoral, I got the entire Force Awakens cast from China dealers for like $12 of Lego figures. <laughs> so Kylo Ren, uh, Ray, Old Han, Old Chewie. <laughs> yeah, I'm a horrible person, but... <laughs> It's really, you know, 12 bucks as opposed to buying $400 in sets to get all the individual minifigs. You get BB-8? Yep, I got BB-8 too. Damn. No shame. Boy, <laughs> AliExpress, Alibaba's. Yeah, I bought, so I bought stuff from them. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not aware, Alibaba is the Amazon of China. I mean, by far the biggest retailer on the planet, even compared to Amazon. Uh, and they have a site called AliExpress, which is the American access to the China site. And, oh, my God, there are so many amazing Lego knockoffs on there. Oh, I got I got Jessica Deadpool. I got me Hulk, all for, like, 85 cents shipped. Jeez. And, I, yeah. and I'm not talking about combined shipping. That's if you want one, 85 cents shipped. How long I don't know how them? the fuck. You, what? How long did it take you to get them? Uh, like two, three weeks. I mean, oh. it's it's definitely ground China shipping, you know, but. It's still 85 cents. Yeah. If you're ever looking for Lego, I got a knockoff. If, if you're familiar with Lego, you know what nano blocks are. They're the little microscopic Lego blocks. I got uh, a nano block Hulk, which is like a uh, a Kubros or I forget what the Lego name is, but it's it's a blocky figure. He's like a four inch Hulk that has three hundred pieces for a four inch Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I got him for like three dollars shipped. It's ridiculous. It took me an hour and a half to put him together. That's how many pieces there are to him. It cost me three dollars shipped from China. 
So if you're a Lego fan, upside up after we get off of here. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Lego fan and you don't have ethics, you you, you don't worry about copyright infringement. China's got you covered. <laughs> um, we get a Rebels, uh, which I'm not even caught up, so this is kind of a spoiler to me, but a, a Rebels set in here. Um, and then a re-release of the uh, Turbo Tank from Clone Wars. Yep. Yeah. Uh, much more accurate. I have the original and, and this one's much more accurate with the kind of suspension and how big the wheels are. Uh, the other one, definitely the, the tank part of it was much larger than the wheels, which wasn't screen accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and then May, Mayhem Groove, we've already talked about. Uh, third party Rendaform Clone Wars Bruticus add-ons. All right, Mike. So these are badass. I got to see yeah. these. The he had these at Botcon at the uh, ages three and up table. Nice. Yeah. Ren, I, if you're not familiar with Renderform, basically he's um, a custom parts and I guess kind of kit maker. Uh, but basically the shit is top shelf. And the pricing is actually really, really reasonable. He usually makes uh, heads, guns. Uh, I mean, anything that he thinks a figure needs, basically he'll produce on some level. Like uh, for tailgates, he made uh, like his the hoverboard skateboard things from the comics and made them, you know, all kinds of different colors and has them available on the website. Um and honestly, just looking at the weaponry set that I saw, I damn near started buying some of these combiners just so that I could say <laughs> I had some of these badass weapons. I mean, these are, they're nice, man. And I've owned render form many times before for classic stuff or third party. And it's always excellent. And especially being a guy, like I don't even like spending money on repro labels, which is so minimal in cost. You know, like, oh, it's $6 for a set of stickers? That's not bad. Oh, but I got to pay $3 shipping? That's yeah, 10 that's... that's ten bucks. That's almost the whole toy. Nah, I'll, I'll look into <laughs> it later, you know? But render form stuff is actually very, very impressive. And, yeah, if I was in on Combiner Wars, I would drop a couple hundred with render form instantly because they're, that shit is nice. That's all there is to say. The shit is nice. <laughs> You're a fan. Well, <laughs> a bit, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and what's crazy is I, I didn't realize that I'm like clicking through the links here. It used to be like you have to you would have to be on forums and you'd have to reach out to him via the forums and pay like that. But yeah, now he has a website and a shop and everything. Um so the the four pack is thirty five bucks. Like you say, that's a little pricey. Um, it doesn't include shipping. So you're looking at about $10 for a gun. Mm -hmm. But Which is yeah, which is still cheaper than a lot of big name. Like Dr. Wu stuff is usually 15 to 20 for a weapon. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And, and the big thing with Renderform back in the day was uh, he was garage kit. So he was casting these in resin. 
which not nearly as bad as Shapeways, but it would still have a texture to it. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be smooth plastic, but these look like these were actually molded and, and produced. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's still resin, he says, cast in colored urethane plastic resin. But these look a hell of a lot. A hell of a lot more cleaned up than his original stuff he was putting yeah. out there. Yeah. Plus now you know he could be three D printing or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, they were fucking nice, dude. Really, really nice. <laughs> oh, and it is. It's made to order. That's kind of crazy. So. Yeah, he's gonna. Well, check those out. Yeah, it's a run. Um, I think it says seventy-five total kits. And then a small run coming for the G2 version. So, yeah. And then uh, Planet X Genesis reissue. So if you're like me and missed it, I I have a search on this on eBay, hoping that it would ever go, like, for a reasonable price. But even loose ones go for over-retail. They go for over 400 still. Yeah, and can you so imagine this... how much it is to ship that big thing now with the new USPS pricing? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Wow. So the fact that you'll be able soon to get this from TF Source or Big Bad Toy Store with either combined or free shipping – I mean, this is your last chance. If you really want this thing, you definitely should get it. Uh, they also talked about in this article how uh, Neptune, uh, their sludge, has has ceased being produced. So if you're if you're interested in getting the Fall of Cybertron Dinobots from Planet X, now's your time to do it. Don't hold out. Again, I've had an eBay search for those because I was hoping somebody might just want to get rid of the whole set. Like, ah, they're not for me. The cafe, I always keep my uh, keep my eye out. And no one's selling loose sets of these things. Everybody that has them is keeping them. Yeah, yeah. So. Those are – I've heard nothing but good things from people that I know that have them. And I know I, I jumped on – K-List when it first came out uh, and it was excellent excellent so the fact they're not going to finish the line is kind of strange but I wonder if because so many Dinobots and so much Masterpiece shit is out that it's kind of just like alright yep <clears throat> you know the timing, oh, no. the timing just isn't there they're, they're finishing them they're not, just not going to produce anymore they're saying they're saying that sludge the sludge has been out he was the second figure Oh, uh, so the, oh, you mean they're not yeah. doing any other production runs other than this one? Yeah, okay. yeah, they're just saying at least with Neptune, they've confirmed <laughs> that they will not produce any more of them. Uh, okay. So what's on what's on sites right now is the last of the stock. Nice. Um, then we talked about Mastermind Creations Ligor, Liger or uh, Diaclone Sphinx slash Mirage already. Fuck yeah. Um, and just because I, I think it's been long enough, but I'm about to piss my pants. Uh, <laughs> so let's go ahead, <laughs> let's go ahead and, and take another break and see if we can't knock out the rest of the show right after this. Peace. 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 Imperial Stormtroopers injured FX7. I'll save him. From Kenner's Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. Action figures each sold separately. Chewbacca's hurt too. 
FX7 has eight movable arms. The medical droid did it! You saved me, Rebel Soldier. Why? When the Force is with you, your duty is to do good. FX7, Rebel Soldier, Imperial Stormtrooper, and Chewbacca. Action figures each sold separately from Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back Collection from Kenner. All right, guys. Welcome back. Wow, and Swage was right. That His shit has no noise canceling. When he put that on mute, it was like silence. <laughs> Uh, all right. Story report. Dollar General is getting a Creo combiner box set. This is kind of super interesting. Yeah. Um, especially because it has the new branding, you know, just the white with the red transformers. So this will get you a Bruticus, a Superion, and then one that was harder to find, it, it, it only showed up in big lots, at least in my area, is you get a shot at Minasaur as well. Um, I think the kind of the most surprising thing about this is this is only $12 when these uh, combiner sets were 12 to 15 bucks by themselves individually. Uh, Swage, do you do Creo at all? I have some from the first couple waves that came out. Um, I have a handful of like the larger sets and then I just said to hell with it. <laughs> I, I, I like them in, in a sense, but they're just, man, that's a lot of little tiny stuff to lose real easy and you know, like, I had actually wanted to get my big sets and, like, make little display things out of them instead of building the actual vehicles and characters and then just using the little creons as, you know, like the whatever the hell you want to call them. Um, but I don't know. It just, I don't know. I kind of just gave up on them. But, I mean, 12 bucks though, that's... For three combiners? Yeah, that's... Especially because I have Devastator. I don't know how I have Devastator, but I have him. And then I can get three more for 12 bucks. That's not a bad deal at all. Yeah. Now, do you, uh, do you have Dollar Generals where you're at? Yeah, I have one. Oh, dude. I, I live in a tiny ass little town. And so everything is within three minutes of a distance driving. And yeah, dude, I, I picked that Dollar General apart like a pro. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was a little quicker on some of it, but um, that's like I'll usually get like my legends there. Like I picked up uh, when they re-released the uh, the Skywarp Legends figure that was only available through Takara Easy Chronicles and was hitting like eighty bucks on eBay. Yeah. You know, as soon as that came out, I picked him up, even though I have the original one. Um, and they, every once in a while, they get something random. But I did always notice they have Creo sets, but the pricing on those doesn't seem all that great. You know, it's like what might be twelve bucks at Toys R Us is like ten bucks at the dollar. Yeah. So, but this one, yeah, I'll probably probably get this one. And and Dave, do you have Dollar Generals oh, yeah. where you're at? Oh yeah. Okay. So you had no problem getting your Joes? No. Yeah. See, we have we only have three here, and they're all North Denver, which. I, I'm kinda, I'm a little bit South Denver, 
but if something's north Denver, that literally means it's 20 miles away from me through the city, which is <laughs> quite, yeah. Yeah, it, it's nothing I'm putting on a toy run to go find something. Uh, so I bought my, I bought my Dollar General stuff, uh, uh, on the secondary market. Uh, Vern, do you have Dollar Generals out there in Baltimore? Yeah, yeah, we have, we have them, uh, quite a few just in my area where I live at. But yeah, they're all over the place. All right, well, somebody do me a favor. <laughs> I, I have, I have family that lives out by Dollar Generals. So when I go visit them, I always make a, a side trip to go toy hunt. How weird does but, that sound? <laughs> yeah, I got some family out by the Dollar General. <laughs> um, but if anybody sees these show up, just buy them and keep the receipt. Because I, I may ask for them or I may find them myself. But what the hell you need a buy receipt for? And, it's like you're going to so return yeah. it. That's what I'm saying. So you can return it if I say I got it locally. I don't need it. Shit. <laughs> You're like, I'll just scalp that shit online. No, you, no, no, you buying it. You buying it. <laughs> Why don't you? How about this? How don't you just send us the money and keep the receipt, and then we'll let you know. <laughs> Um, let's see, uh, Starkiller Base Ray has already started showing up in stores, so Kmart, and, uh, where is Florida. this, uh, just says Florida. Um, so Dave, did you? Nope. So here, no, not I the Kylo? Kylo Ren, nope. Okay. Uh, so question again, I, cause I just find this interesting. Kmart's in your area, Dave? Yes or yes. no? We've got uh, okay. two of them, three of them. We used to have oh, three. Oh wow! And that... Three. I know we have two. And your town is how many? What's the population? I don't know. It's the like state capital. So we got people. Wow! But... <laughs> I don't know what and what am I? The Chamber of Commerce? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how about a general idea? Uh, a bunch. I don't know. I, I a hundred thousand or two million? Which one? Oh, is more a hundred thousand than two million, definitely. Okay, okay, that that's what I'm looking for. Uh, Swage Kmart's in your your land? Uh, no, I, I I've heard that there's one about twenty twenty five minutes away. We used to have one um, in the city right next to us, but they shut that shit down. Along okay. along with basically every other department store. <laughs> I mean, hell, we can't even keep a target here. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, but we do have like two or three super Walmarts in the same city. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> but no, it's Kmart. I, I mean, I haven't been to the one I, I hear people can go to because it's, you know, it's a bit out of the way. Even 20 minutes isn't that bad on the highway still. You know, I, I don't even drive that far for work. So I'm certainly not going to a, fucking Kmart that's 20 minutes away. <laughs> and then Vern, Baltimore, yeah, Kmart. Yeah, I have one like five minutes from my house. I was actually there yesterday uh, okay. picking up some dog food and stuff. But um, I actually did get the Kylo Ren. Um, I got lucked out. I think when I came in, they had three of them sitting down on the shelf. I must have just, you know, came in when they put them out, and I picked one up, and I have never seen them since. I was going to say how long ago oh, was it was that? it was months and months ago. It was when they first, first started hitting and and uh, 
Uh, I can't remember exactly when I bought it, but it, it was a while ago. And that's what's crazy here is I was able to pre-order mine on – or uh, no, that's the one I missed. I had to buy it secondary market because I was afraid I wasn't going to see it here. And then now, all of a sudden, in the last two weeks, they've started showing up. Uh, I have two, one by McKinsey's grandparents and one that I can take on my way home, especially when I need to stop at the weed shop. It's on that route. <laughs> and so – and both of them now have Kylo Ren's just sitting on the shelf. I was, I mean, I luck- was just thinking you hadn't made a reference to weed this episode. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's kind of crazy how they just started showing it. I mean, luckily, even secondary market, I only paid 30 bucks, which yeah. once you add tax is about $3 more than what you could buy it at retail. Yeah. But uh, I, I've got Ray on pre-order. The thing that did it for me, for the Kylo – was when they announced Ray and that she had those extra uh, bases, yeah. the snow bases. I was like, oh, done. Got to <laughs> get the Kylo. Had her pre-ordered. So. Yeah, this is going to look rad when you put it together. Like when you well, and now watching the movie, I'm like, fuck. The Kylo Ren in the movie is unmasked yep. when yep. he's out there fighting her. Yep. It's after he drops his mask down, uh, after he kills uh, Han, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to have to fucking – hopefully that one we talked about is an unmask. So I'll – and hopefully the head will pop off and be able to be put on the Kylo that has the snow on his cape. Because, yeah. again, that's the only other reason to get that exclusive. Yeah. But either way. So, uh, so Han Solo died? Yep. Spoiler! (laughs) (laughs) Shit! (laughs) Um, And speaking of Kylo, uh, GameStop offers a mini Kylo Ren command shuttle Lego as part of their uh, Lego The Force Awakens uh, pre-order. And as much as I hate that stupid ship, um, the mini one actually looks kind of cool. I'm sorry. I You didn't like his ship in the movie? I fucking hate oh, it. I thought it was awesome. I oh I hate it. I hate it, hate it, hate what it. Did you hate? it had, what do you hate about it? It just and maybe it maybe this is just my uh you know, my uh Earth centric views or United <laughs> States NASA program centric <laughs> views. But I'm like that spaceship makes no fucking sense. <laughs> it's got these weird inverted wings that don't even flatten out. They go from they go from what uh, fifty five degrees to sixty three degrees or something like that. Or or not? Sorry, they go from ninety degrees to maybe seventy degrees. Like, what's the fucking? Point oh, but but that? you're okay with the force. <laughs> well again you know you want to talk about suspension of disbelief magic yeah, is talking. only cool when it's exactly how I want it to look yeah. my, my question is the entire battle in the middle of the movie 
at the at the castle, but you you took measurements on the angles of Kylo Ren's. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because the first time we see it is on Jakku. Yeah. So I I I was I was fully awake and in my stonerdom right then. So I was analyzing <laughs> everything. Oh. Well, that, that that answers my question. Yes, I never thought about the trajectory of the wings. So yeah, I just thought it looked like a cool little update to like the Emperor shuttle. You know, it kind of reminded me of. See, and that I can get with. I can get with the wings fold up for it to land, and then when they launches it, they fold out all crazy. Those things go like 270 degrees. But anyways, we'll we'll get past we'll get past my OCD. Yeah, uh, Mrs. McFavor would have said the same thing. Too much math. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, if, if that wasn't a rant enough, <laughs> actually, just to put some space between my rants, we'll skip this and we'll go to uh, online Titans Return Leader Wave 1 up for uh, pre-order. So now, Swage, I know you're... Uh, you're, you seem to be right there in the middle. You're not a third-party elitist, but you don't let Hasbro put any shit over on you. <laughs> so what do you think about the, the leader one, the blaster and the power master Optimus Prime? I, you know, I like them until I see the price point. So I was thinking blaster and Soundwave for some reason were like Voyager. So they were going to be around uh, 2530. And that's where is this at here? All right, let's go. This is this gonna, is leader, so forty seven dollars, yeah. forty five to fifty dollars. Yeah, I, well, I was I was clicking the link to see anyway. Yeah, that's for that blaster. I, there ain't no way. Um, I will say, seeing the Power Master Optimus though at Botcon, I I can be okay with that number. I can be okay with that number. I mean, he's a hefty mofo. He's got some stuff going on. Um, I may have seen the blaster as well, but I I skipped right over him probably. But to, that still doesn't seem right to me for for a blaster because it doesn't look like it's going to have as much oomph in that box as the Optimus. Yeah. So again, these are st- these these still fall into that. They're cool to look at, but I'm probably not buying it unless it's dirt ass cheap. Well, and and so I was going to ask you because you're kind of, I mean, what originally drew me to you on Twitter, I don't know, seven years ago or whenever I started following you was Reeled Robot. Like I'm, I'm a tape fanatic as well. It's a dying art, you know, your, your Mm -hmm. logo I dug, you know, that kind of shit. Um, so, so no soft spark no soft spot in your heart for for a new blaster not for even. 50 fucking dollars <laughs> fuck that shit <laughs> come on you're buying 200 well and i guess that's true you're not one of these people that also blindly buy hundred dollar third-party toys either you know you're pretty 
you're you're pretty uh well, luckily subject. I've learned to be picky as shit. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I could yeah, see I, that. I need to look into this more because again, being you know, Combiner Wars and even the Titans Return, I'm so focused on Fort Max and because I've passed okay. on everything basically other than that shockwave, you know, this legend shockwave. That the the ten dollar one is the yeah one you didn't yeah pass on. and yeah. so I you know I, I like I'm looking at pictures and prices and just getting an opinion for the show and then I'm done like I'm literally done with it like I don't I don't even look into it anymore to see if I'll change my mind later but I you know I really do need to I, I need to see you know his chest compartment what's gonna fit in there like do the do the little tablets actually work in there you know can a g1 like if a g1 tape fits in there that might change it up a little bit but then that still wouldn't really fit because then you got a flat ass g1 going into you know this newer lined completely different feel cassette player i guess so it's eh, you know I, i i can understand why people want it i'll say that and I would be happy to have it, but it's not something I'm going to actively pursue. I, I think, especially at that price point, I, I think the Optimus is by far the better value. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at like some of the bigger pictures on the pre-order. That slot in his chest, uh, if you look at like the base mode, it looks like it might hold those tablets, but. Yeah, I, I can see your point. I can agree with that. Um, all right. What else do we have here? Boop, boop. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. I, yeah, I keep, I I'm should open these in new tabs. Talking about uh, smoking pl- weed. <laughs> <laughs> Making noise. <laughs> Planet of Junk Platinum set is up for pre-order right now. I didn't see if it's actually still available. Yep. Cause this was a few days ago. Yep. Still available. Uh, so you get the, uh, Chug Rodimus and, um, Redgar and then the, what was the hard scrap heap? Yep. Scrap heap. What was it? The other one, but this one has the head mold that was, I think, only available before in the Takara United Autobot set, and it was different yeah. colors. Or, or and also in the uh, the SG Junkie on the Botcon box set or Troop Build set. I yeah, think those are the only two times and the head mold has been used. Exactly. So this is a good chance that if you didn't buy those uh, to get those. Uh, and I fucking love that. So second comment, $75 for $30 worth of toys with no extra paint than a normal issue. Do they want Transformers to die? <laughs> One, these aren't $30 worth of plastic. Because they're older molds, they're actually a lot more plastic than what we get nowadays. But they were 15 bucks when they came, or... Ten to fifteen dollars when they came out, and I don't know. I, you know, the <laughs> platinum you're always going to play pay a premium, but like you say, that head mold you can't get that on any other. You know, if you want the Autobot version, yeah, you can buy the United three pack, which even though it's it, it's tanked 
in recent years. You know, at first it was like $300 for that set on the secondary market. Now you can, you can easily pick it up for like a hundred, 120 bucks, but still it's a new head mold for a junkion. Mm. And if you, and if you dig junkions, that's what it's all about. You know, I, I don't know. I, I see the guy's point though. I mean, they're, they're, especially, they're rehashing so much shit right now. And almost every one of them ends up on clearance. It's kind of like, why not just either go individual or start with a kick-ass price point instead of a, I wonder if this will sell. You know, they're, they're already pushing the price point of, you know, a lot of stuff, especially Masterpiece. Which, you know, that's Takara, so Hasbro, you know, different ball game. But still, I mean, that's deep, man. That's deep for stuff, especially that's been used so many times, is the other thing. You know, that Rodimus is, that, that's yeah. like, what, the 30th fucking version of that thing? <laughs> and, you know, the sixth, but close. Yeah. Wait, wait, well, it's been more than six. You got Classics, Hen- <laughs> classics Henkai, United. Um, bot- the planet battle, the one with yeah. Cyclone. You have you have Botcon, and then you have Reveal the Shield, and then you have um, which is the battle in space with Cyclonus, and yeah. then there was the Takara three pack of that same thing. So there's six. Oh yeah, you're right. And then there yeah. was uh, Wild Rider, and then Botcon Rodimus. So there's eight. And now this one makes nine, and I'm not even fucking trying. <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't know, twenty five bucks for deluxes, and they don't. I I just don't get it. It's it's also the packaging, though. I mean, platinum's all about the packaging. Yeah, it's nice, it, but yeah, it'll be nice when it's on sale for thirty five bucks. <laughs> but it, and the crazy thing is, is though, like you look at the. Uh, so Target's at least platinum releases have never been in stores. It's been online only. The the cone heads you never saw those in stores. It was all online only. Uh, those were on Amazon King, though. Those weren't. I don't think those were Target exclusives. No, the cone heads were Target. Huh? Yeah, because I had I bought them and rebought them as they got cheaper and cheaper. <laughs> Well, you sell me the cheapest ones. And then last up, I think toy fans of any age gotta gotta love this. Um, The link we're linking to is just some official pics of them. Right now, the only two available for pre-order are uh, Psykill and what's the drill head guy? I forget uh, what. Shit. Yeah, because these are all the Japanese version. But anyways, the Drillhead guy of GoBots. So these are official Bandai releases, super articulated GoBots. How tall? Uh, like what's the size? I think these are supposed to be around four inches tall, maybe five. That's what. I, that's what I'm thinking yeah. too. About four inches. Uh, 45 bucks a piece, so not cheap, but still less than the equivalent of a third party toy. Yeah. Um, I've already, 
that's like figure arts, right? Like the figure arts Samus uh, we talked about, I think, in the last one. Is that like yeah, 40, 45 for? Yeah. If for a three, uh, you know, a slightly bigger than three and three quarter action figure. Yeah. And these look amazing. Yeah. I, I'm not about the drill head, but I've already, uh, pre, or it's called rod drill. <laughs> So you guys got to love that, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Psykill is called Bike Robo, and I've already got him pre-ordered. What's, like done done. Am I seeing shit? Because his head looks, to me, that head and face look kind of very it, little kiddish. Is that accurate yeah. to go by? I don't remember that. No, it, it's anime. Like, a normal Psykill face would fill almost that entire white area. Uh, I don't know why they made it all scrunched down. Yeah. Um, let me look at the leader one. I really like these. GoBots hold a special place in my heart. I, I had these before Transformers when I was a kid. So did I. My yeah. mom wouldn't buy Transformers. Well, they were, would buy Transformers are really expensive compared to GoBots. Yeah, because yeah, GoBots came out first. Yeah, they, they just, did come out first. Yep. They just didn't quite have it. <laughs> Well, and they also didn't have any big ver- – they didn't have beyond some of the super, and then they got into a little bit bigger releases after that first wave. But that first wave was small, yeah. like legend size. Then, yeah. That's it. And then Transformers hit, you got like Optimus Prime. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Is, you know, it's thing that tra- – you know, the, the um, carrier on the back that opened up the little car. I mean, it was no comparison. Oh, that's a good point. I never thought about that, that the main figures on here, Psykill, Leader One, Turbo, uh, Crasher, all the main characters were these little, like, four-inch ones. They weren't the the upscaled ones, like a Megatron or an Optimus Prime or even a Soundwave. Uh, that's crazy. I didn't think about that, that you could own the main characters for just as cheap as some of the, you know, more obscure ones. Uh, so those are up for pre-sale. I, I, I might go completist on that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so Maddie Collector debacle again. I'm heard of. <laughs> Everybody's so surprised that Maddie Collector would screw them as collectors. Hi. <laughs> you sit in my lap? Sure. <laughs> She's okay in my lap for right now. Um, so, if you didn't try, here's what happened. Early Access, which was the 14th of this month, um, they put their chase figure up for sale. So this was Anti-Eternia He-Man. So we talked about this on the last show. Mm-hmm. It was the all-black He-Man with red accents that just looks as, as badass as you possibly can get. I mean, again, it's a black repaint, but it's as badass as He-Man can look, right? Vern, are you with 100%, me? 100%, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, Dave, I know you, you dabble in the Motuck. <laughs> any, any care about this at all? 
I mean, I'm not interested in the drama, but if it was a figure that you could have just gotten, you know, normally, I might have picked him up. Because uh-huh. you're right, he is kind of badass looking. Yeah. Uh, Swayze, do you remember the pictures of him from the last show? Of this one? Oh, I'm, there's a link. Yeah. If you do the link. I, I'm just waiting. What's the drama? Because it looks like it's going to be available at some point. So. No. That, okay. But if you go to their website now, he's not even on there. No. He, well, so the link on the show notes, Fern, mm-hmm. is the back door to the chase figure. Oh, okay. So, so it just, you click to it and it says, hey, coming soon, right. order one, you know, right. but, uh, so Sway, so, so for the last three years, uh, Maddie Collector has done what they call a chase figure. And how do you do a chase figure when you're online only? <laughs> you put this figure up for about 30 minutes at a time, mm-hmm. three or four times a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and it's always a repaint, or in the past it's been a clear figure, glowing dark, yeah, glow in the dark figure. So nothing anybody has to have. It's not in any lore. It's not completing your vintage collection. It's a chase figure. Um, and every year people have bitched about it. <laughs> so this year, no exception. What they do is in April, they put it up for, they put it up for order for people that have subscriptions. It sells out in two to three minutes every year. Nothing different about this year. Every year it sells out in about two to three minutes. You try to do this whole chase bullshit, which Toy Guru thought would be fun in the beginning. You do this chase bullshit, and then somewhere in November, December, they'll put it on order again. Mm -hmm. So you have another chance. But again, at that point, everybody's so frenzied, it sells out again super fast. As soon as as word hits like Facebook or the boards that he's up, it'll be gone instantaneously just about. I think the last one before this one, and going back to the classics line, was like – uh, the ghost, uh, uh, spirit of Grayskull, the all clear. Yeah. I think that was the last one before this one. So has, so that since was, there's been a chase figure. So that was the glow in the dark blue one. And then a clear red one, which was the spirit of Hordak. Right. Um, and so anyways, it, it's one of those things, but for some reason, Every collector forgets that this happens every year, and now there's petitions up on change.org. Make chase figures available for everybody. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking chase figure. That's the whole point is that you're supposed to feel lucky if you get them. Right. You know, like – that's what Chase means. I, Just a, you know, we don't have that with Lucky Draw figures, at least, in my realm. Well, yeah, and Lucky Draw is the worst ever. Lucky Draw is like 20 out of a 5 million distribution. Right. You know, fucking. At worst, we'll hear, well, maybe they'll KO it, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, are you listening to mommy? No, you're not. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, So that happened. He sold out in three minutes. I got one. I was on there right at the beginning. Checked out, no problem, and I got one. Uh, People are just 
just up in arms like this is bullshit it's the same thing that's fucking happened the last three years so now lead into the next day mm. yeah. <laughs> so the next day is the all access day yeah and the and the big figure that day is trap jaw the the cartoon version of trap jaw yes. the regular version of trap jaw commands what like 80 dollars carded oh, more than that more than that card is yeah yep. so so he's an in-demand figure to begin with so we remember how the he-man sold out in minutes yep. two months ago and now now this one's up for sale yep he sells out in five minutes yep. Fern, go ahead I and tell people in, about your experience yeah i logged in about 10 minutes before it went live just to make sure you know i was logged in had all my Credit card info, right, the whole nine yards. Right around 12 o'clock, I kept refreshing the page, and 12 o'clock hits, he comes up for sale, add him, add him to my cart, go through the checkout thing, and on Maddie's website, every time you go through, you have to enter a special code so they know you're not some kind of bot or something. So I entered it, sent it through, got an error message. It says, you know, sorry, uh, there's been an error on the page. Reloaded it, did this like five times. By the time five or six times went through, I got the message he sold out. It was like five or seven, six after 12, he was gone. No chance at all. But, you know, yeah. it's like he's a ch- you know, it's almost like these figures are chase figures because you, you don't have a shot of getting these things. If you show up 15 minutes late, they're gone, you know. So here's the thing about Trap Jaw and, and what Vern had to go through with the code. It's not like Vern typed it in wrong no. because it's pretty obvious to a human yeah. what the numbers yeah. are. It's like usually four digit number or something. It's not like something that takes a long time to press in. And it's a picture of somebody's house. Yes. So normally it's like a house number. Mm-hmm. Like what's the house number right. you see here? So it's a little blurry, but it, you're not going to get it wrong. So Vern had an inadvertent software issue. It's not like Vern doesn't know how to read and type in numbers. <laughs> um, so, so these software issues do happen. It's not like Maddie is uh, void of responsibility here. But the biggest thing about this He-Man and now the Trap Jaw is when they offered this subscription last year, they said that the day of sales will be next to nothing. They literally yep. use something that extreme. Yep, I remember. They, yeah, they said there will be almost no figures available day of sale. Right. So if you really want these figures, get them. Yep. And now all of a sudden, the community doesn't remember that. Yep. You know, they're like, ah, oh, fucking Maddie again, never making enough to meet demand, blah, blah, blah. Well, the demand was what you were supposed to pre-order in September. That's exactly why I said I didn't get real frustrated because I knew that. And, you know, I, w- I was I was going to cherry pick this line from the beginning. That's why I didn't want to sub again because I didn't want to yeah. wind up with figures that, you know, I didn't want and think. Like, like Lord Mask right, and right. fucking bullshit yeah. like that. So, yeah. so you know, I'm not, you know, if I come across one, you know, at a decent price, I'll pick him up, but I'm certainly not going to pay a hundred plus dollars for him. And, uh, you know, he's, you know, if I don't get him, I don't get him. You know, it is what it is. But I, I just find it fucking hilarious how the fandom <laughs> just forgets all of this shit. Yeah, they, they said, they said from the beginning that they were not going to have the numbers um, like they did with the classics line, you know, it was not, yeah. it was not going to have that, that type of, uh, you know, stock. So I knew that going into it and, and, you know, I didn't subscribe. So 
It is what it is. I, I got my He-Man, you know, I just didn't get a trap doll, so. Yeah. And, and I mean, and so Vern has the good perspective on it. And unfortunately the groups and the Facebook pages and all that bullshit, those people are just fucking. I mean, I was, I was I, uh, me, the day it happened, I was angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I talked, I talked to Vern 15 or 20 yeah. minutes after. Especially when I had him in my car, you know, and it's happened before. Like, you know, I didn't subscribe the first couple years of the classics line. And it happened to me quite a bit. You know, I used to call you up a bitch about it back then. And there was figures I missed out on at certain times. And, um, you know, so I've been down this road before. You know, I'm familiar uh, with with the issues and things like that. But, you know, I think next month when when uh, or the next um, every two months, I think I'm going to try to be home and be on my actual, you know, home computer on Wi-Fi instead of trying to do it through my cell phone. You know, even though I had a good connection um, and things like that, but I just <laughs> I want to try a different different route this time. Yeah. So, um, so for anybody that missed Anti-Eternia He-Man, uh, we have a link to it, uh, where you can, uh, keep refreshing or, and, and this is something Maddie has finally addressed that this exists, is there's bots out there. There's programs you can, uh, subscribe to or pay for that will ping web pages Every two seconds, if you want, I use them all the time during Comic Con season. Uh, that'll ping web pages every two seconds to see if they change. So you can ping this link we have in our note with these programs every two seconds, and it'll text you saying, "Hey, it went from sold out to in stock." Hmm. You know, and and you'll get that text message. And again, you have to be on it, but I. I have using that kind of software. Um, people use it to make sure their web pages are still up. That's, I mean, you can't look at it and say in stock inventory checker. That's not going to show anything. People use it to make sure their web pages are up 24 seven, but you can do it to check changes on pages. So I use it to, to check Hasbro toy shops exclusives page to see when the Comic-Con products post on there. And nine times out of 10, I beat the news websites by the notifications it sends me. So, I mean, if you're really concerned about these chase figures or exclusives that seem to only last minutes on these websites, it's because toy nerds are also tech nerds. Yeah. And they're using shit like this. And this is how, you know, Sabertron.com, it's run by a web developer. If you don't think he has some kind of web software checking exclusive sites or exclusive uh, products on a regular basis, you're kidding yourself. You're never going to be able to just go to the anti-He-Man uh, web page and refresh for the next three months and hope you get it. That's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, so, and again, it makes it less fun for the normal people, but that's just how life is. Yeah. You snooze, you lose. I, Isn't that the thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or if you don't know somebody, you know, you don't know somebody that knows how to use the software, or if you're not part of a Facebook group or a forum where they post on there as soon as they find it, 
I mean, that's the big thing with Masters. The Facebook groups post on there ASAP. Oh, yeah, as I, soon I've as got the a couple of the changes like that uh, at different times yeah. throughout the years, just by the Facebook groups. I think I got exactly. Loki and Cal like that uh, when they came up one time. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, well, we got Dave. What'd you get, sir, in the last couple weeks? Um, not a whole heck of a lot. I, I got lucky. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Vitruvian Hacks figures and uh fan of the site. Uh, sent me, they had the New Jersey Comic Con um, exclusive, and I guess they had some leftover ones, and so uh, they sold them on eBay. So I managed to pick up the Ultimate Spartan um, nice. off of eBay. Yeah, which was cool. Is that it? Just the Ultimate Spartan? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm kind of with you. I I got a little bit of a haul, but normal kind of stuff. I, I haven't gotten much. Uh, Swage, what about you? What, any great finds from BotCon or any pre-orders come up? Uh, alright, so for BotCon, did I tell you guys the story about, uh, the last toy show I went to, how I left, uh, an e-hobby Galvatron there? <laughs> you did. Yeah, okay. We talked about that in the last one. <laughs> okay, so I, I got, I got that. <laughs> Thanks to, uh, I am Ratchet for being pretty patient with a, an idiotic move on my part. Um, <laughs> I got that and I got uh, for five bucks the little Takara SCF, uh, Grimlock with his thinking helmet. Oh, that's cool. The, the little vinyl figure, right? Yeah. Or yeah. Which, plastic figure. Mm-hmm, which I mean, I got for five bucks and I know the carded Hasbro ones, I usually get 20 to 34. So I was like, all right. I'm keeping this one just in case. <laughs> and I did pick up the only thing which, okay, so the Galvatron kind of, I guess, doesn't count as a BotCon find because I found it before. I just hadn't paid for it. Uh, but I did find a decent deal on another eHobby Guardian, which is the blue and white Omega Supreme. Nice. And what what did you get that for? Just because oh, no. I kicked myself. I... Oh, because you're going to try to sell it? You never know. You never know. <laughs> okay. Well, here, so you can base it on this. I kick myself. They had them on sale at the last BotCon I went to for 180 bucks, and I kick myself for not picking them up you should, for that. You should be kicking yourself. Okay. But I will okay, say sorry. I have yet to pay that amount for either of the two I own. Oh, nice! Just to nice. be, just to be an asshole. <laughs> I was going to say. So, are we podcast cost buddies here? <laughs> no. uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> I don't negotiate in public. Um, exactly. He'll PM. Yeah. 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 Send me PM if interest. <laughs> you'll, you'll slide into my DMs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and my last one was, uh, I think I might've talked about this on the last show too. Um, our good buddy Brad did come through on Thursday of VodCon and I have officially in my house an original toy box, Mechabot one. Black, gray, and red, which is which later became Omega Supreme. Yeah, the Diaclone. I'm jealous of that. And it, no, 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 no. It's not even Diaclone. Diaclone never had the rights to it. Oh, which makes it even cooler. 
Yeah, pre diaclone. Yeah, in your face, <laughs> in your face, diaclone. But yeah, it's fucking sparkling and amazing. And I saw quite a few KOs, like not even like attempting to be legit ones at the show for three, four hundred dollars. Shitty boxes. The toy looked kind of okay. Uh, there's actually an AFA graded knockoff on eBay, or there was during the time oh, of the show. Yeah, and that was almost $400. And uh, so, yeah, fucking super geeked out. I got two more Omega Omega Supreme repaints. I, I already had one, but you can never have too many. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so, no, I'm, I'm, I figured I had a decent price. Maybe I can... You know, if if it really comes down to it, I can maybe trade one away or sell it or something. But I'm more than happy to have more than one. You know, I have an original G1 boxed, 100% complete, and then I have the Encore, which came with the crazy Debbie upgrades, all of them. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, like for me, it's it's cool because then I can put one as the base, one as the bot. You know, I I still have a big dream of all these giant robots. You know, because I've doubled up on Fort Max, I doubled up on Brave Max. It's just what I do. It's all I know. It's all I know. So, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's actually all I got toy wise. I uh, I saw a lot, a lot of stuff that was really tempting. I saw a lot of batshit crazy. The fuck are you thinking? Prices. <laughs> um. And so it just it was very rough. I, I will say this though. Um, Artfire 2000. If you don't know who this gentleman is, he's extremely well known for having super rare Japanese items. Typically he sells only boxed, complete Japanese G1 or Diaclone. And he was set up in a room sale and he had a bunch of loose stuff, loose Japanese only, um, double clouder, overlord, uh, every weird name thing you could think of. He had original dino cassettes. And I, I'm not kidding when I say it was hard not to completely give up on life and hand him every <laughs> fucking penny I had. Um, so, for example, the Overlord, he had 100% complete, excellent condition. The only issue was one radar had a tiny little piece broken off, and he still had the piece. And so you could super glue it if you yeah, wanted. Yeah, he, he ended up super gluing it for my friend who bought it, my roommate. I don't know if you saw me posting my roommate hauls because he was buying. That dude was getting deals of the, like, literally, if I would have bought the shit he bought, I would have came home with another couple thousand dollars easy. He was he was finding the best deals. But that Overlord, he bought that Overlord for 470 Oh wow! Yeah, wow. and I amazing. and I was in there with the cash in my hand, but I was like, "Yo, I haven't even sold anything yet, man. I can't, I can't, I can't." Like, I mean, this is the weird thing about me. Like in person, if I'm selling, I try to focus on that so much and try not to buy, just because once you start buying shit, it never stops. You know what I mean? Especially when you're sitting there thinking, okay, I'm potentially going to make a couple thousand dollars in the next two days. I'll be all right to wipe out all the shit that I have in my wallet, you know, <laughs> and it's really tough not to. And so that's, I was afraid of that overlord. And so just to be a sport, I said, tell you what, man, how about 450? 
right? My friend is like, and he goes, he says, nah, I could take like five bucks off. He's like, man, he's like, you can't beat that price. I'm like, I know. And my friend is like, did you say for it? Fuck that 470. I'll take that shit right now. Give me a bag. (laughs) (laughs) And that's exactly how it went. And it went right back to the room and I got to look at it all weekend and it was great. And I still had $500. So (laughs) I'm happy. (laughs) Even though. That might be the deal that I beat the crap out of myself of, uh, for. Yeah. yeah that's I mean, not even five months. <laughs> I mean, that, that is, if you look at pictures, I assure you it is even more impressive in person. That is a beautiful, beautiful toy. Yeah. Especially if it's in great condition. Cause it's, it's real easy to find the discoloration on that shit. Yeah. Discoloration and breakage where, you know, the Heartmasters plug in, you know, there's, there's a lot of parts, little parts. Yeah. So I think actually the only other catch was it had Metroplex missiles instead of original missiles. But that's, I mean, that's like, that's nothing, you know. All right, Vern. How about you, sir? Huh? You, you obviously didn't get a trap jar or a so, yeah, anti-attorney. I didn't succeed in that. Um, but uh, I didn't really get a lot because, like I said, I've been sick and I haven't really been out much. But I, I did find um, Captain Phasma, uh, six-inch black series the other day. Um, finally picked her up. And and today, actually, I got a cool little uh, buy. They went to the flea market this morning. We got up early. And we have, like, outdoor flea market in our area. It used to be an old drive-in movie theater. So they, like, leveled it and, you know, people just set up their stuff and all. And we were walking around. And I don't ever expect to find toys there because there's a there's a guy who sets up every Sunday him and his girlfriend, and they sell, like, toys and, you know, vintage stuff and all that. And in the morning, he sends his girlfriend out. She, like, does rounds of the fleet. Yeah, he thinks she beats everybody, too. She already it. buys it up, and they, 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 they resell it. <clears throat> so I, I don't ever go there with hopes to find anything. But um, I'm walking down the aisle, and I see this guy. He's got an Evil Knievel stunt show set sitting on his table, like, from the 70s, like, 74. You know, I have yeah. the little wind up one. No, no, this with is, the bike. I have the I have the Evil Knievel figure of the wind up. I have that with the box and all. This was like a play set that it was like a look like a look, kind of looks like the shape of a house and it opens up and it has like stadium um, people on the side. And you can like jump the cycle through it. it comes with ramps and everything, and just the box itself because I wanted it for just display because I have the other Evil Knievel stuff. I was like, how much you want for that? He's like, I'll take twenty bucks. I was like, done. You know what I mean? And I was like, is there stuff in there? He said, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Well, I didn't open it up, you know, because it's, it's like sealed up with clasps. So I just carried it back to my truck and, and put it in there and didn't look at it until I got home today. But when I opened it up, it's 100% complete. Some of the some of the stuff inside of it never was even opened out of the plastic. It's still sealed bags. So And then it had like five or, five or six Micronauts figures inside of it with their accessories and some, um, some like uh, Fisher-Price Adventure People figures. You know what I mean? Wow. So it was a really good uh, deal for twenty dollars. It made my day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I is this up. what's that? Is this the stunt? I'm I'm looking at pics. Is this the stunt world? It's called evil. It's called evil Knievel stunt show. Stunt, stunt show. show. It, it's okay. it's like a playset that opens up into like a stadium. It looks like, and it has like some ramps you can jump through like the center of it. It's like a vinyl. Uh, I don't know if if, if you're familiar with like uh. Uh, the um, Remco like m- uh, little mo- monster set they did in the 80s has like a little play case that opened up it was like vinyl with cardboard it's kind of okay. like that 
Oh, I I see. It almost looks like a barn. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Opens up. Opens up. Um, and uh, you know, you you get your even cable cycle, and you put it together, it comes like a ramp and stuff. But uh, for twenty bucks, I mean, just like I said, just for the display value of it, I, I wanted to pick it up. But it had all that extra stuff, and I thought it was awesome. And there's some other stuff in there. I don't know what the hell it is. It looks like it goes to some airplane or something, and there's like a, a some pieces in there that aren't even broken off of like their plastic tabs yet. So I, I have to, I might have to go to action figure identification and put uh, uh, put the pieces in there, see if people can figure out what it was. It's got to be from the 70s because everything that was in there was from the 70s. So, yeah. I mean, the Micronauts yeah. figures were in pretty good shape. Um, a couple of them were missing like limbs and stuff, but you know, I, I don't, I'm not really into Micronauts, but it was still cool to find them in there. So I, I know Duvall's a digger. Dave, you're like me, though, right? You don't like to dig through all those loose bins and everything. You you would rather pay the premium for the loose, complete, like, sitting on the table, right? Yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm, I'm a big, fat guy, so, like, hunching down in the middle, <laughs> of, down in the middle of, a, of a crowded toy aisle, you know, I mean, they're... You know, Danny and, and Duvall are felt little buggers who can get down on the floor and, you know, don't block people, don't get kicked. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I sort of pay the price for my poor life choices by just having to buy what's on the table for what they're asking for. Yeah. I'm the same. Well, I, I always I, – every time I bend over, my ass crack hangs out. I got no – like no ass. My plumber's crack's always hanging out. So I'm always thinking that somebody's staring at my ass crack every time I'm trying to search to a bidder for something but this was well, just don't, you, sitting don't you want that? Isn't that what you're looking for? What's that? Isn't that what you're looking for? A, another toy collector looking at your ass exactly. crack? Exactly. Not this flea market. <laughs> Maybe a different one. Is that a first drawn? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so for me, uh, like I talked about, I, I got my – my triple ship option of I got my He-Man and Trap Jaw, which I, I'm not going to open. And, and a lot of people give me shit that the show's called Open Your Toys, and but I do keep some stuff mint in box. Um, I finally got my Vitruvian. Did I talk about my Vitruvian hacks on 100, Dave? Do you remember? Uh, you might have. I don't. I don't quite remember. I guess I never confirmed my address for him. So oh, I yes, was you did. One, you, I, did. you did talk about that. Okay. I remember that. Okay. So I got those. And then the the big thing that I got was my HLJ, my Hobby Link Japan order shipped. So um, I got my Masterpiece Ultra Magnus, Masterpiece Rod, uh, Hot Rod, and my Masterpiece uh, Shockwave. So those those were the big pulls. That was a a a very expensive order. That's about four to five hundred bucks between those three figures. Um, well, well, fucking <laughs> worth it. Well worth it. Um, again, going through HLJ was about seventy five to eighty dollars cheaper than getting them through Big Bad Toy Store, even though HLJ enforced on me doing them EMS with insurance because it was a three hundred and fifty, four hundred dollar order. 
Um, but showed up in five days, just immaculate condition. They were perfectly packed. Um, loving them, loving them. I'm glad, uh, I've been watching reviews and comparison reviews of the shockwave with quake blast and quake wave. And, and I see everybody's points about, uh, quake wave and, and now quake blast. But to me, the, the masterpiece is my shockwave. That's the cartoon shockwave. And that's the shockwave. I know, um, I'm digging them. I, I love the accessories, the saluting hand that people make fun of. I love, um, uh, the mini shockwave, uh, uh, gun. I love, again, I, I've just been having a blast with these because outside of, uh, these are my first official Takara masterpiece. Um, I have Hasbro masterpiece, but everything that's not Hasbro masterpiece has been knockoffs up to this point. What? You don't have any? None of the cars? Nothing? All of those are knockoffs. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and just digging up, I'm digging them and I don't know if this is just a mental thing. I'm digging them because I feel like I can dig into them. Like I haven't looked at instructions for these at all. I just transformed them. Um, with the KO stuff, with third party stuff, I'm always so scared. I'm, I'm, I'm reading instructions. I'm looking at online transformations. Like I, I don't want to stress anything any more than I need to. With these three, I just dug into them and started pulling and yanking and like, oh, that doesn't feel like it's going to move that way and hmm. and that kind of shit. And, and I think that's kind of the value of going with, you know, true Takara shit is crazy. (laughs) You can, you can yank them. You can yank them as hard as you want. I think you're yanking our chain right now. You're fucking, what are you sucking up for? (laughs) What? Just cause I like these masterpieces. Yeah. See, actually I, uh, at Bicon, I, I saw shockwave, you know, in person for the first time. And I was still really put off by the purple. Like I liked it, but I didn't like it, but I liked it, but I hated it, but I loved it. <laughs> and I just, I, I could not buy it. But the Ultra Magnus, um, that, that's one that just, that one really pisses me off because it's, it's, it's gorgeous to look at, especially in alt mode. I love his alt mode, but it yeah. pisses me off that he's 200 damn dollars and you can't bend his shoulders worth a shit. Yeah, more past 45 degrees. Yeah, you know, little stuff like that. I'm like, dude, $200. And then Shockwave, you know, there were some pictures that came out where he looked, like, really small for the price point. And uh, and then I've seen more where he looks not nearly as short as those couple pictures did. And so I'm kind of still like, I don't know. I don't know, because I loved having Quake Wave. Quake Blast looks cool, but he does, he definitely doesn't look like the one for me. But I'm still like, dude, 160 bucks for that Quake, or for Shockwave, um, that still hurts my heart. 
It's, Let's see, through, through HLJ, even with the tacked-on shipping, he was 130 for me. Yeah, then that's that's so, that was probably from the early bird pricing. Yeah, 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 that's that's jumping on it the first day before yeah. it sold out, you know, that kind of thing. But no, the the big thing with Ultra Magnus that I like is. Uh, the way you get extra articulation from his transformation. So it, it's not built in and you can't get his arm up, but what I can do is unclip his thing and his arms can go parallel, uh, 90 degrees to his body. Yeah, but you gotta you know? unclip it. <laughs> no, I know. And and if you looked at it, if you looked at it from the back when you did that, you'd like, what the fuck? This looks like a block with a piece missing out of it. But if you look at it from the angle that you're posing it in, it looks amazing. He's able to hold his arm flush against his body, you know. Yeah. But you know, I, I agree with you, especially because I had KFC's uh die stack. A year and a half ago, I had that a long time ago. It, it is one of those weird pieces where if you don't want to buy the masterpiece, the KFC does as good, if not better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it, but the alt mode, see the alt mode on mine, like mine doesn't go back to alt mode worth a shit. My KFC stack. Mm. Um, so he just, he's, I actually have him in the box now, but. He's he's basically worthless, um, but Ultra Magnus though, good God, <laughs> <laughs> that is a sweet ass truck. So Dave, you were you were one of the first non Transformers community person that really came out for Quake Wave. Uh, you and Duvall were were big proponents of it. Any interest in the masterpiece, or are you you good with your Quake Wave? Uh, no, actually, I'm very interested in the the, the masterpiece because um, you know you talk about you know how Optimus Prime is one of the characters that you collect. Uh, Shockwave is one of the characters that that I collect, and um, but you know like I I'd heard he was really kind of small and disappointing, and so I'm kind of like you know I do have Quake Wave, which is you know almost as good. So I've I've been on the fence. I, I think depending on how Kane County kind of uh, pans out in a week, if I come home with some money in my pocket, I might just go ahead and, and, and buy one. Yeah, and the scale, the big thing that got me with the scale, because I was a little concerned too and seeing the comparison, was uh, Bobby uh, Skullface from Shattered Cast. He pulled up the Sunbow reference that lots of nerds use. Um, and the Sunbow reference, Shockwave is shorter than Soundwave and much shorter than Megatron. So I, that, that Sunbow reference is what I think those Takara designers are using. Cause it is, it is perfect match to the Sunbow scale. So. You have a poly, right. you have a polyon? I don't. Oh. No, I, I I can't. His thick ass handle, I can't get with. 
I mean, that handle looks like you can't even get your hand around it. It's so. Who crazy. cares? He's Megatron. You need a fucking Megatron. <laughs> you don't need a gun. I, you need a Megatron. Well, but see here, so we're gonna, we gonna be like, well, I don't know if maybe if the trigger was about five five pounds pressure for release, you know, maybe, but you know, this eight or nine pounds just doesn't work. Come on, come on. So this is how cheap I am because it's not official. I am perfectly fine with my Combiner Wars G1 Megatron being my MP Megatron until they really do Why it. Why didn't you just get the Takara one? Gosh. The Takara one is ridiculous. It's over. His gun barrel goes from his feet to his head. That That is not in scale. <laughs> It's not it's not in scale with what? It's a new scale. It's not supposed to be an MP. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about MPO five. No, 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 no. Oh, no, I okay. thought you were saying you uh, the Apollyon. Oh no, the Apollyon's great. Like it it is the choice if you're one of those people that just needs to buy something to fill a spot until something better comes along. Nah. Then that's that's what you should do. But don't put me, him down like that. Don't you do it? <laughs> <laughs> to me, I need I need what see and like and I'm sure you heard on Shattered Cast they talked about what will what is the perfect piece in your collection or what's just getting what are you just waiting to replace. And to me, the Apollyon's just waiting to get replaced. It's not perfect. All the Seekers. (laughs) All the Seekers. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. All right. We got no feedback and questions, so let's do grab bag and let's get this marathon done with. Rogue One trailer. Dave, how cool was it? Or how cool cool wasn't it? No, it was super cool. It was... You know, I, I, I promised myself I was only going to get wrapped up in the, the official ones, the numbered ones. And by the end of that trailer, I'm like, oh, my God, I want to watch Rogue One. Um, it looks very, very cool. Um, and the, the the thing for me is is Force Awakens had a lot of uh, stuff that seemed familiar to people, I think. But, but, but Rogue One felt like the original Star Wars. It had that gritty 70s feel to it. Um, where Force Awakens kind of felt like a J.J. Abrams movie that had a lot of familiar stuff in it. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm really kind of excited for it. It was nice to see the original trilogy Stormtroopers, too, you know? Like, yeah. I like the new yeah. ones, but it was nice to see the, the, the older ones in there. Well, and the, the thing I pointed out to Mrs. McFavorite that uh, I, I saw online was the one thing I'm sick of is seeing the gymnastic flipping stormtroopers from explosions. <laughs> so you you see that in the Force Awakens where they just like something blows up and you see a stormtrooper like fucking flipping away from the explosion and if you watch the Rogue One trailer again that happens like 3 or 4 times in that Two minutes. You know, and when this movie was like first being made and talked about, I read an article where they said um, that one of the differences with this movie was going to be that they were going to use like real world physics with the action scenes and stuff. In other words, like you weren't going to see like a, a shuttle coming down and like troopers jumping twenty five feet down to the ground out of them shit. 
Like it was, gonna uh, hit, you know, they were going to use like a more realistic war type um, feel with that movie. But when I seen that, well, I don't know. Maybe if you set an explosion off like that, you would flip in the air like that. But um, it'll be interesting to see the battle, the battle scenes in this movie compared to the other Star Wars movies. And and I played devil's advocate with her. I was like, maybe J.J. Abrams and now this, uh, who's the Garrett new director, Edward. Dave? Garrett yeah, Edward. maybe they've got it dialed in. When you when there's an explosion ten feet from you, maybe you do spin three times counterclockwise in the air before you hit the ground or something. You know, so there's a possibility of that. Um, I think the biggest thing is it it gives huge validity to the rumor of the re-release of the large-scale ADAT now. Mm-hmm. We thought that was a joke yeah. on episode 100, or I thought it was a joke. Uh, yeah, I thought it was weird, 100. yeah. Yeah, that they would release the large-scale ADAT, and now it's like, holy shit, it, that is what's going to happen, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah and it, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, and if it's dark gray, boom, done. Hundred dollars out of my pocket, right next to my Empire fucking Strikes Back one, you know. <laughs> just because I, just because I like gray. Gray is my favorite color. <laughs> you know? The actress that plays Mog Mothma, how much did she look like the original actress from the original seventy-seven Star Wars? Oh, spot on. Well, I know. Three, spot, but yeah, spot on. Yep. And what's weird is I, she played her in episode three. Right. Um, yeah, that was, I, I was surprised about that. That's kind of like funky casting. Yeah. Oh, same actress? From, from episodes, from, yeah, from, uh, Revenge of the Sith. She had like a really minor part in, in Revenge of the Sith. Oh, I, I totally thought that was CGI. I thought that mm-hmm. was the original Mon Matha just blue screened into this. Yeah. Nope. So that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, the actress, the lead, love her. Um, can't think of what else she was in, but I, I love her. And, and I thought it was cheesy at first. And then about the fourth or fifth time I watched it, that line where like, that's what I do. I rebel. And I'm just like, now it's like visceral to me. It gives me goosebumps when I fucking hear that. Yeah. So, um, speaking of theatrical shit, uh, original trilogy, uh, to be released to theaters as a nationwide roadshow. Um, so this is being put on by the Alamo Draft House, which, uh, so again, quick query, uh, Vern, Alamo, oh, hold on, shit. Uh, Alamo Draft House by you, Vern? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Uh, Dave? No, and they're the special editions, so I'm, I'm good. Okay. Uh, uh, Swage, do you have an Alamo draft house as far as you know? The hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let, yeah. let, uh, let me, let me drop the knowledge here just real quick. Cause I have one, uh, a light rails ride from me so I can be as intoxicated as I want to be. 
Uh, Alamo Draft House is a movie house that takes movies to a fucking whole nother degree. Uh, first thing is, is they serve booze and food during it. Full bar, not just beer. Um, you write your orders on these little pieces of paper that you put on your table. Um, the entire thing is comfortable, like recliner seats. Um, so these little pieces of papers, the, the waiters run like duck down, like mm-hmm. fucking. Yeah, we, uh, we have one kind of in Columbus, which is about an hour for me. Oh, yes, you, you absolutely do. So that's the Alamo Draft House we're talking about. Um, no tolerance for texting or talking. On the same little papers, you can order your favorite, you know, a double of Cuervo with training wheels. You can say the person to the left of me in the bottom row is talking. They will have somebody that runs out to them and gives them a warning. Then if they keep talking, you can report them again. They'll have a person that runs out and escorts escorts. (laughs) escorts them out. That's how much I've had to drink. Uh, Escorts them out of the theater, like no questions asked. That sounds like Uh, a theater, because that's one of the main reasons I do not go see a lot of movies in the theaters, is the people in the theaters, they drive me fucking crazy. Exactly, exactly. So on Alien Day, which is uh, 4.26 next week, I have, I have tickets already to go see Alien and Aliens uh, theater presentation of them there. Hmm. And so what they're going to do is they're going to show uh, the Star Wars trilogy. And, and you're right, Dave, they're the new editions, so unfortunately, but I never got to see those. I was in college. I was too cool for this nerdy stuff when they, when they re-released those. So I'm excited to see, um, I saw Empire and Return of the Jedi when I was a kid, but again, not with the appreciation, obviously, that I have now. Um, the only problem is, is they haven't announced what Alamo draft houses these are coming to. And our city gets skipped sometimes. They're doing, they're doing the Matrix trilogy. They're doing the Mad Max trilogy, not the quadrilogy, but the trilogy. Um, they're doing, uh, the Evil Dead trilogy. So Army of Darkness. I mean, they're, they just do ama- they're doing Back to the Future trilogy. They just do some amazing screenings. So anybody listening, if you have an Alamo draft house, just get on there and check out what they're doing. Cause they, it, it's a movie fans movie house is what it is. Yeah. The ones we have, it's, it's actually an established restaurant and bar and movie theater. It's not. The I'm assuming this is almost like a brand you're you're speaking about. So yeah, ours is but like it might be the same thing. I mean, this one has a bar on site, and it it doesn't have a restaurant. But I know there are some that have restaurants. 
Yeah, because mine, I went, the only time I've been to this one was, I think, for Revenge of the Fallen, <laughs> the second Transformers movie, because it was the only one I could find close enough to work that I could see it opening day or something and not miss work, And because I, I didn't want to be up till 5 in the morning and watching it at like 1. So, yeah, but I remember I was like, oh, man, this is sweet. And they had, like, touchscreen menus and all kinds of shit. Yeah, no, this one's still a little bit old school with the pieces of paper. But, I mean, to give you an idea, too, and and it's not like they're charging you an arm and a leg. That alien, alien screening, ten bucks for both of them. Nice. You know, That's drive-thru money. Or drive-in money. Exactly. Um, let's see, Transformers, speaking of Transformers, Transformers 5, female lead, some Disney chick that I have no idea who she is. Me either. (laughs) Yeah. Leave it to fucking Bay to have some underage girl. She's supposed to be an orphan, orphan girl that gets befriended by a small Transformer, so... I don't know if it's going to be Wheelie, the little 4x4 RC truck that was inappropriate in the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing that's a little bit more interesting is Bay posted a stupid selfie of himself uh, in front of Stonehenge. So at least we'll get some. Interesting scenery there. So at least he can ruin something else I looked forward to visiting in my <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> like, okay, that uh, guy was here. Oh. You guys, you guys sound like you're not fans of Michael Bay. <laughs> Armageddon was all right. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> and bad boys. <laughs> yeah. Um. Vern, anything Motu? I I didn't have anything. No, Motu. it's pretty pretty dry out there right now. <laughs> other than what we talked about. And then uh, GI Joe actually has something. The second GI Joe story of the entire cast, uh, and it's funny because it's also Transformers. Is uh, Sony's going to release uh, the cartoon score as? Well, as the G1 Transformers cartoon score, so I'm actually I'm pretty excited about this. I I love scores myself. Um, I don't. I guess I haven't gotten crazy into the Star Wars ones, which everybody seems to be into, but cartoon ones I love. Uh, Dave into scores. I, yeah, Joe? I love movie scores. Almost all my CDs are, are movie soundtracks. So I'm actually kind of uh, interested in that, uh, the G.I. Joe one at least. I was going to say, Transformers enough to pull you over to the dark side? <laughs> I mean, I like Transformers well enough, but, you know, I I don't remember the music from the show that well. I haven't watched it in a long time, but, I, I you know, I, I do remember the music from uh, from G.I. Joe. I mean, it's, it's cheesy. You know, it's, it's kind of, uh, but it's it, I like it. It's fun, you know, it's cheesy fun. Exactly. Well, and what I always dig when you listen to scores is you get to hear how they kind of reuse elements by slowing it down or speeding it up, that kind of stuff. I think that's interesting. Uh, Swage, any interest in the Transformers 
score? Or, no. Are you a big car? Cartoon is because you're you're younger. I mean, I, I don't think that's that's you know a bad thing to say, but you didn't grow up with the G1 cartoon, did you? Wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah, I grew up with G1. I'm not that young. Uh, so, oh, okay. So, okay. So you did grow up with the G1 cartoon, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but okay. the the score soundtrack is not something I'm going for. Okay. So not 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 a you're not all in anyone G anything G1 cartoon. No, no. Now if they did like some kind of remix thing. You know, like I don't, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Had two chains on it, yeah. or uh, or Nickelback. You oh. would be all about it. <laughs> I just fuck you with the Nickelback, but and the two chains for that. I back, wish you but. could see my face right now. <laughs> that that was fucked up, bro. That was fucked up. Not everybody is having a good time and drinking right now. <laughs> so. It, I'm just saying it's kind of serious on my side after the Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's why I listen to high school, man. Fuck you. Yeah, that was – come on, man. Have some standards for yourself, all right? <laughs> I don't – I don't listen to – I don't listen to electric guitar, so I just know Nickelback is a sensitive subject for a lot of people. <laughs> no, it's about to be one for you. Just let's let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, Vern, any interest in either one of these scores? He Man score, I know you'd be all yeah, over, right? Yeah. I mean I I grew up with the you know, these cartoons. I remember racing home from school every day just to get home in time to see, you know, G.I. Joe come on and stuff, so I'd be interested in hearing it. I don't know if I would buy it, but I I'd definitely like to check it out and see what it's about. Yeah, especially because it'd be Ten dollars for probably a digital, and probably eighteen dollars for a physical yeah. nowadays. So, all right. Well, I, I'm in on both of them, and and because I'm old, I'm in on uh, physical media for them too. So, I ain't buying that shit digital. I want I want something printed in in a box. Well, all of our all of our um, media is going to be stored in DNA now. Did you see that? No. Yeah, yeah. They they've actually found a way to like keep media storage in DNA. Like they, I read an article where they have like a hundred movies in like one drop of DNA. Interesting. Yeah, yeah they said it's the future of store of storage. So you could now, you, you could make it. a Nickelback asshole. You could make clone make all of Nickelback's music and a Nickelback lead singer. You could probably make them all in one DNA cell. Well, they don't, they only have like four Great. fucking songs. And then it's over. And that's like every song. It just goes slower or faster. Well, and I was going to say, so the the druggie here, so it's just like acid where you drip a a drop of DNA on your tongue or in your eye or something. And now you have every Nickelback album. I just showed it like in a vial. Um. Oh, okay. <laughs> test tube well, baby yeah, Nickelback. Like, 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 wasn't even a test tube. It was smaller than that. Uh, almost like an eye drop vial, sort of. You know what I mean? And they were saying it like they could store so much in just like a drop of DNA. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, on that note of uh, 
unscientific uh, <laughs> recall. <laughs> um, that's it for this episode. Uh, uh, Burn anything? No. Anything else you want? No, no, no. Uh, I, I was. I, I do have actually one thing, and this is kind of dumb, but we were talking about the GI Joe cartoon, and every once in a while I get that nostalgic feel, and I want to go back and watch, you know, a GI Joe episode or two, and I'll go on Hulu or whatever. And one caught me the other day I was watching. I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was an episode of G.I. Joe where they wound up in, like, a comic convention. And I ne- I don't remember from being a kid, but it was just so ironic that this, like, show from the 80s portrayed this, like, small little comic book convention. And they didn't portray it in a good way. They were, like, making kind of making fun of the people that were there and stuff. But um, just to see, like, how they drew – the people that were there and like in the, the, like the costumes they were dressed up in and stuff, it was pretty funny. Like even all the way back in the eighties, they added something like that in the cartoon. And I wish I could remember the name of the episode so you could look it up, but I, I don't. I just randomly caught it on, on TV one day. I don't remember it. Yeah, Dave. Do no, you remember? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, yeah, I, I caught it and and it, I cannot remember the name of it. And was it, it Sunbow? You remember? Was it Sunbow or Deke? Was it like like the the oh. The classic stuff, or was it like kind of the later '90s stuff? Uh, it was. It would have been classics. It would have been. It would have been the original. G, uh, you know, a real American hero. Yeah. yeah, it would have been that one. From, from like I said, I caught it on like Hulu or something like that. Um, and I just can't remember the episode. I do know that like, uh, I can't even remember the storyline behind. It, to be honest, it's been it's been so, uh, such a long time ago. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. I, I'm gonna have to look it up. On no, you YouTube don't look now. it up. I'll send you guys the links. What? Our listeners, uh, come on. Yeah, there you go. You, you got to know what he's talking yeah. about. Because I remember the concert ones with Cold Slither and stuff. Yeah. But, that, yeah. yeah, I don't remember a con one. Yeah, yeah it was just like a small section in it where they, like, walked through a con. And, like, I remember there was, like, an explosion in the con, and they were running out. I think Roadblock was in it and all. I can't remember the whole thing behind it, but. This is really sounding like the Battle of the Bands Cold Slither It might, episode, it might be. But, it might be that one. Now that you're saying okay. it, it might be. Yeah, it might be. Okay. Yep. Snake eyes and a dress with a sun hat. I think no, so. That was a different yeah. one. That was that was the one where they were uh, they infiltrate like Cobra had like a town that yes. they controlled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they were like hanging out with a band. Like 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 there was a different band. There was a girl and she had like a song, the snake that got away. And I think that was it. Yep. I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah, so, so check that episode out and see if you can see that little part where they walk through a Comic Con or something in there. Pretty cool. Okay, that's weird. I yeah. don't remember that, but I remember that because I think that's the uh, uh, Weather Dominator storyline. It might be. Yeah, it's like a three part series, a three part story. Uh, five part. Five, yeah. five part. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It has to be that because I remember watching it. So hopefully we'll be able to figure it out. All right, everybody, tell Vern how he's lying yeah. and was on high on crack in Baltimore. <laughs> you know, Baltimore, everybody's on crack in that city. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Swage, you, you got anything else, brother? Oh, I, I could do three hours worth of shout-outs from BotCons. So yeah, no, we'll just say, either. everybody, uh, thank you that I got to see a BotCon and hang out with a BotCon and drink with a BotCon and, yeah, that shit was awesome. Dave, anything for the fans? Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing here either. So we will see you guys sooner rather than later. 
or later rather than sooner. Peace. 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 Peace.